Check. Check. Yeah. One, so, two, three. Yeah, but that's not where you talk, and you know that's not where you talk. What do you mean? I was doing the check checks. One check one, yeah, check this, two, but, check three. Yeah, but you do checks to check the volume of know. the bars. You don't just say it. I don't know these things. Right. I I hear I see movies where someone goes check one, check two, check three. And so I'm just you repeating the, the thing. Do I don't the, know what it does. You do the checks, <laughs> A to make sure that something's coming through, yeah. but to see where the levels are. But as we established as we were setting up, your levels go all over the place. Yeah. So it could be here. It could so be here, it could be way yeah. over. Yeah. So there. what my point is, is you going check one two, check one two. It does not help <laughs> me find it. That's what I need. See, okay, now I can turn it you down need a, a check little one, bit. a check two, and a check three, like louder. <laughs> is that what you mean? Oh my gosh, I don't know what I need anymore. I just need to be done with this podcast. I'm well, sure there I've are some got people. Bad news for you, because we've got a ways to go. <laughs> this is this is the least fun I've ever had, and I feel like we should we should just cut it now. Wow. Just to, we should pull a um a red hot chili peppers uh and just kind of switch to a new band halfway through an episode. <laughs> is it the killers? Should we just do the killers? And then boom. Hey, welcome to Hot Fuss. <laughs> Here we go. I can talk about Hot Fuss. Killers are us. Killers are us killers does not are us. that you That can, works. <laughs> I mean, it works too well is the problem. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good evening. Wake up. Good afternoon. Hey, hey, time to wake up. You there? Hey. Hey. I don't want to wake up yet. Get out of bed. You've got stuff to do. I, I will say Mom's enough. waiting for you. This morning? Yeah. Hanging out. Woke up just playing on my phone. Right. You text me like we start tra- changing the plan to record mm-hmm. today. And you're like, oh, jokingly. Could you be here by three? I look at the phone. It's 12 o'clock. <laughs> takes two and a half hours to get here. I'm like, I could do that. I need to get ready like right now. So <laughs> I like jump to the shower, quick start making breakfast. And then you text me like, oh, just kidding. We'll do five. And I was like, okay, well, I guess that well, was good motivation all, to get I up. had told you before then that it was already a joke. Jeanette said, because yeah. I was talking to her about the plans. I was like, Nick said he can come over tonight instead. And yeah. she's like, does you want to come at three and help the kids? And I was like. And so I texted you that, and then she goes, I don't want him to think that's a serious question. Yeah. So it wasn't a serious but question. But I also responded seriously. It was like, hey, yeah, I but would then, totally do that. But then we're like, sitting there going, <laughs> Nick with the two kids while we're working would not go well. Because really? they'd be screaming, and you'd be just going, ah, I, uh, and then you'd be knocking on the door yeah, for I mean, place. I don't have super <laughs> all that much experience. <laughs> I just imagine if like they both had dirty diapers at the same time. I feel like you'd be in a pickle. And that's not a you thing. I feel like if you told me where the stuff was, I could figure it out, but it wouldn't be fun. (laughs) 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 Because I thought about that too. I was like, well, yeah, that could get get messy pretty quick. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it it absolutely can. And on that beautiful note, welcome again for real this time. Now that you're awake, get out of bed, go make some breakfast, have some tea, have some coffee. Pop on a podcast and hello. Yeah, just sit, sit down and... Uh, maybe it's a nice rainy day, and you're like, oh, you know what sounds good right now? Two guys from Michigan mm-hmm. who like to talk about Coldplay. Well, good news for you. Yeah. You are you are ironically listening to the exact podcast you should be listening to if that's what you're after. Yeah, I can't believe you started like, this. You started that, this, and then, had that and then halfway like, through, you're like, like oh, man. The chances? <laughs> <laughs> My name's JD. And I'm Nick. And we are here. That is the best timing we have ever had on that, mm-hmm. and part of that is because we're in person yes. for the first time for Coldplay. We <laughs> we always struggle with that. Yeah. And I think it was the first Coldplay episode. 
you did the I'm JD and I came in with the I'm Nick and you were like, just cut me off. Why don't you I'm like, that's how we always do it. What were you talking about? <laughs> it is so funny how this audio is something it comes together great in the end, but other times nothing at all. You're yeah. like, yep. Okay. And yep, I'm here. And it's like the newscasters where there's that delay every time going back out to Nick in the city. Nick, how are you doing today? Oh yeah, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> how are you doing back there in the studio? You're you're coming in a little foggy. Are you there? Oh, it yeah, sounds I'm like here. we're oh, oh. Okay, well, it does sound like we're having some technical issues. We'll have to come back to that later. <laughs> just the nice, nice and heavy thirty second. Yeah, and the best part about the the news though is that you see them do it. Mm-hmm. So like they cut to the shot, and it's just the guy like looking at his ear or like holding it, and then. We, it's like we can see you. You should start yeah. now. Yeah. And also, after how many years of local news broadcast? It's twenty twenty one. They've been doing this since the freaking sixties, and nothing has gotten better. It is still the weird. I feel like it's gotten longer. If anything, I think at this point they're just messing with, with us. They're like, you know what? We're gonna make the bit even longer now, so they have to wait for the freaking traffic report. Yeah. On one thirty one. I'm not about it. But anyway, the timing was great. And yeah, where this is our first time. So, this is not anything anyone cares about. When we did Bare Naked Ladies, well, we care about it. Yeah, that's yeah. true. When we did our Bare Naked Ladies series before this, when we started recording episodes, we stockpiled probably <laughs> five or six episodes before we started releasing. Some changes have been made since we started yes. this journey. We did. We would stockpile because we were like, what if we can't do it a week or what if this happens? And we wanted to just Brand be able is, to yeah. be consistent. We wanted to have a couple bank before we started coming right. out because at that point we hadn't even thought of doing stuff virtually. Right. And right. we lived like Yeah, because it's 2019 away. at that point. Yeah. 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 So we were like, well, every weekend's ridiculous. That's a yeah, lot of driving. Exactly. So exactly. A couple. So back, we, back when we were recording two episodes in a, in a oh day. My, can you imagine that, though? Sitting there for, yeah. like, you can't imagine it because we've done it. We'd sit there for, like, four hours yeah. and knock through two albums. We'd be like, and... That was a lot. Yeah, now that now, now it was that's the first six hours one. because <laughs> somehow it's got inexplicably way longer. <laughs> I remember the first two we recorded were at your apartment though, and it was at that your kitchen that table. Nice garbage ceiling yeah. fan going in the background. <laughs> no, it, we turned the AC off because we didn't want the, the AC right. crazy. Loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So by the end of it, we were sweating, sweating. like crazy because <laughs> yeah. it was August. <laughs> it's like eighty degrees in my apartment after an hour, <laughs> and then and then we, yeah, it was yeah. And yeah, I, I like listening to Gordon that episode because it's so rough. It's not it's not horrible, but it's rough. You know, like I don't think we yeah. had found our groove yet. No, you you can so clearly see us feeling around trying to find. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, is this yeah trying really hard to do bits and now oh, they yeah. come up with we forced a couple yeah, bits yeah. <laughs> and then it took it took some it took some trial and error to get to where we are now. Which where we are now is S rank yeah. S tier podcast, mm-hmm. obviously, as we've established. Yeah, and for the for the unknowledgeable. Yeah, this is S a good, is above A. Yes, yeah. If you I mean, don't, super 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 yeah. super pod, um, super duper. So so soup. Sound yeah. <laughs> just like every, super sound. Super duper. <laughs> and then he just shook his head and threw his arms up like I don't know why I just said that. It's just just disappointment. You ever say something and then just feel like what all what of wrong the time? With me? You know that I do that all of the time. Also, I'm, I know you were doing that. That was mostly for the listener. <laughs> It is my wife, Jeanette. Oh, now she's leaving. She is. But are you going to go upstairs for like the next the whole time? Oh, okay. 
I was just going to talk about how I like how, how like, we force you to be part of the podcast at all times. You've already been on this podcast. You just didn't know it. <laughs> when I was doing my Beatles impressions, I don't know if you've you've heard me do my Beatles and she walks away. I was going to say I'm more self conscious with her around because I feel a, a greater pressure to like to perform. Be, well, not even. <laughs> well, always, <laughs> but with with her walking around talking about when you say stuff that you know is stupid or that mm-hmm. comes off stupid. That she'll know it more than anyone. So, like, if we're sitting here talking and I look over and I just see her shaking her head as she walks through, sometimes it's a really you know good we're sign. Dead on the mark. <laughs> That's right where we want to be. Is right in that lane. That is our brand of humor. Is when someone hears it and they just lower their head about ten degrees and shake it. <laughs> That's, that's, that's that's we're watching they the lower and they're shaking. We spot. did it. Yeah, we, that's our sweet spot, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, could not get that one out either. <laughs> you got there though. See, back then you would have given up, and uh, it would have been it would have been over. Yeah, we just got I'm power so through. I'm so mad. I'm not mad. I love how and this is. I don't mean this as an install. I mean it as a compliment. I love how funny you've gotten on this podcast because most of the time I listen back and, and edit. Your bits are the ones that I'm laughing at because <laughs> they're fucking hilarious, like every time. And not that you didn't have that back then. No. That you were, you know, but. but what gets me is me saying something asinine and you responding. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> we play. It's a bit of a good cop, bad cop thing. Yeah. It's a straight man and, and yeah. whatever the, uh, the other. I don't know what that. What When people say he's playing the straight man, I guess comic relief would be the, the other. The man. The be- yeah, there you go. Yeah, the Dink Dink Man or something the like dink, that. Dink <laughs> well, um, thank you for <clears throat> pardon that. Um, thank yeah, you for joining we say us. Welcome to Coldplay R Us. This yet? is Coldplay R Us. We said our names. Yeah. And then I got excited by how well the timing on our names was, and I just yeah. kind of went off the rails. So, these levels are harder to do in person than I thought they would be. It's been so long. I mean, honestly, though, the last one we recorded in person, it it was some. Was it was it a Christmas up for. It might have been Christmas for BNL. Yeah. Wow. I know, and it's May. It's what the end end of May right now. That's how long it's been since we've. Was that the last time you saw the boys? Was no, you saw them between Christmas. Because and I saw then. them. I saw them after. I they were born. After, yeah, like after New Year's. No, after Christmas. <laughs> like right after. Yeah, New I Year's remember that. Before I went. I remember that. Back. I must have come. I think I came like March ish. I'm I'm my, interested in this. But this is where this we start to lose the listener. A, yeah, this is this is all got to be cut. This is, <laughs> this is just I was trying to figure out last time we saw each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we hung out. When well, did we, we hang saw. Out? <laughs> do you remember when we saw her sister? Now she went to school oh my with my aunt. Um, and <laughs> it had to have been March, though. I came yeah. back from my like mom and uh, brother's birthday. But yeah, but remember there was a time where you came back and we didn't see each other because or that was April though. No, that was higher power because that's yes, yes, yes. That's right. That was higher power. Yeah, we were going to plan was to do it in person. And yeah, then I, and then you're like, I'm throwing a rager, and there's probably going to be people with COVID there. And I was like, well, yeah. that doesn't. That's, that's a not going to. Yeah, that's, <laughs> it's not, that's, not, that's not a bit I want to do. That's I. I don't stand <laughs> no, by that. No, Immediate no, take no, back. No. We get one take back an episode, and, and that was mine. Your, and we're 12 <laughs> minutes in, so I I've got Stop free rage for the rest of the episode. <laughs> I love that idea that we each get one card <laughs> as a take back and we have to like lay it down and it's like, all right, I'm not taking anything else out. Thank you. There it is. <laughs> I want to see your license. That looks pretty spot on. Your hair looks. What a does that bit. mean? <laughs> well, sometimes it looks like license and they okay. look way different than they did now. You, this looks pretty. Did I, did I ever show you I my captain your, uh, license? Your captain license? Did you ever watch How I Met Your Mother? You got your healthcare card in here. Yeah. My... Um, do you think I could use your dental card? I do have to go to the dentist in like two weeks. Sure. Do you think they'd. No. Did I you ever watch How I Met Your Mother? Yes, I've watched How I Met Your Mother. You know the the captain? Yeah. Who has like the uh, 
ha- like when you cover half of his face, he's either like really happy or the other yeah, half he yeah. looks like he's frowning. Is that what this I is? I had an ID that when I in college. <laughs> it was the other way. It was oh, like it was side and side. Because it was like I had like a smile. I had like a flat thing with like a smile at the edge. Oh, so yeah. Like like a, okay, so it yeah. looked like a smirk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear what you're Just saying. a smirk, but only keep, on one side. How much cash do you keep on you at all? Oh, you got a decent amount of cash in here. There's at least a five in there. There's, there's a couple one. There's like... Th- I'm going to guess. There's almost Don't 30. say it. Okay. How much? Almost 30? All right. Well, that just ruined the game for what? me. what? <laughs> <laughs> pesos. <laughs> I got 30 pesos. No. 32 is oh. what I was going for. <laughs> oh, well, oh. on this episode of Coldplay R Us, we're talking... We're, we're doing we're, only bits that are <laughs> funny, not virtually. <laughs> We, we can only do in-person bits so often. We're playing guess what's in my wallet. Guess yep. what currency and amount is in my wallet. Um, and I'm sure we'll play other fun games as we go throughout. Yeah. We play newscasters to start it off. Getch was, getch was, jeez. Getch was. I think, I think that's a town in Northern England. I think you have to drive through Getch was to get what, to the, what are to the get a, pickles that start with a G. <laughs> Gherkins, which is the funniest word in the world to me, by the way. I love the word gherkin. It just sounds inappropriate, but it's about a pickle, which in and of itself... I can't believe uh, how quickly this has gone off the rails. (laughs) This is why we don't do this. That's the cold open. (laughs) Yeah, but no, that would be blue balling everyone if we just started with... I can't can't believe how quickly this has gone off the rails. I went, hello and welcome to Coldplay RS. My name is JD. This is Nick. That's no fun. This is true. Well, we're this is a Coldplay podcast. Yeah. If it hasn't been abundantly clear as is. Mm-hmm. Today we're talking about X and Y. Yep. A controversial album is with it? critics. A controversial album oh, within the fan they base. They all have critics. They all, you know what? The last one told them that Green Eye should dump him for real. They've all had critics. <laughs> <laughs> also, should Green Eye should, with that, Green Eye should dump him for real. You start to go, does he think that Green Eye's fake dumped Chris and that's why he wrote this song? Like, I think he... I think that's what happened. But this is an album that this was, you know, Rush of Blood of the Head, difficult second album, not so much with these guys. Came in, critically, you could say, improved on just about everything in Parachutes. Never heard of a sophomore slump. Yeah. What is a sophomore slump? Junior album. That's where they kind of had a little (laughs) few issues there. Junior Jump? Junior junior Jump? Yeah. That sounds like they're doing... Rush of Blood of the Head? (laughs) So that's where... This is where we're going to get into it. Yeah, So. Generally, very generally, this is regarded as maybe the, one of the low, w- the low point or one of the lower points in Coldplay's discography. Wow. I'm not saying I agree with that. I'm saying critically, that I, is what people say. I'm saying I don't agree with that. I I know that, and I'm excited to. I would actually say, I do agree with that. Now, I'm a Coldplay fan. I love this album. I love it less than I love other albums. Hmm. So I'm not saying that. I don't think this is a bad album. I want to get that out of the way right now. But I feel like some of my um, bare naked ladies. Um, themes might come back here with lengths of tracks and lengths of albums and stuff like that. So we'll see. We'll see if you, <clears throat> yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. see. We'll, so, we'll get into it. Um, so released in 2005, the year of our Lord um, and savior. I should never forget the, the second half because it doesn't go well through the second half. Um, this was not only was it a difficult album critically, but it was also a difficult album for the band. So as we've talked about the band members, yes. Christopher Robin, um, uh, and I forget everybody else in the band. Um, a real guys guy. <clears throat> a real guys guy. Yep. Um, we, I'm. Oh, we are the champion. Um, mm-hmm. And then I forget what the guitar player's name was. Buckland. <laughs> his name is his real name, Johnny Buckland. <laughs> Jerry Johnny Buckland. Jerry Buckland. <laughs> <laughs> 
more like Jeremy Fuckland, if you know what I mean. J- oh, Johnny's wow. getting, yeah. No, um, I'm just going to cut all of that. We're so making the, the saucy eyes. This, <laughs> <laughs> so, this album... <laughs> I mean, there's a certain point where it's you been, just go, should we just cut a, it? A hell of a, this is 17 so minutes. So many just one-liners that you could pull from this that are ridiculous. <laughs> so, not only... <clears throat> I don't even know where I have to cut out from earlier. I'm just going to come back in at this point. It was. It didn't go well critically. Everything that has happened till now. <laughs> feel free to cut. <laughs> oh, no. Some of it was gold. Some of it, not so much. For the fourth time... Critics were iffy, iffy on this album, iffy, jiffy, and the band themselves historically are not very fond of this album. Or what? Just don't. Let me. <laughs> let's do one part. Let's do one part of this podcast straight laced. One one ten minute segment, and then we'll ten minutes. <laughs> All right, let's okay. count four minutes. Okay, I can give you that. We go, give me give me four minutes to get through the history. One, we can get to the song. Two, three. <laughs> you can count to two hundred and forty mm-hmm. out loud on mic. Okay. Okay, I'll do it internally. Okay, thank you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see you straining though the whole time to keep count. So the band and two things. One, the band had a hard time recording this album. So one of the things that we read was that this they call it like the third. This was the album that was released was basically the third version of X and Y that that you hear. Um, the first two, you have almost finished versions, and you start from scratch. You redo things. They said at a certain point they um, were so they started playing the songs, rehearsing them to play them live, and then they were happier with the rehearsals than they were the recordings. So they went back to re-record stuff. Um, there's Sometimes some of the things you read say that there was a lot of pressure from the label. Some of the quotes from the band say that wasn't the case. It was actually the lack of pressure that uh, I think Will said something like not having a deadline made it harder because we weren't trying. So, so like right. it was just a really tumultuous time. Um, sixty songs written. That's insane. sixty song, and then I believe of those sixty, fifty-two thrown out. Eight of them that they had kept and worked on the rest and, and came up with new ones. So, like, to write 60 Which plus 60 songs. Like, completely thrown out. Yeah. They had to, unless. That's yeah. what, yeah. And then. and then Not that many tra- singles were released. Not that many B-sides. Right. right. Like, it's just straight it, in the trash can. And some of the B-sides, you know, I know that we're saving a lot of them. Some of the B-sides from this album are pretty good. Some of the songs from this era, um, Things I Don't Understand, um, Sleeping Sun, I think, is on the talk single. I love Sleeping okay, Sun. so. Quickly, high level. Mm-hmm. I'm not super familiar with any of the singles around or the B-sides around this sure, timeline. Sure, High level of thoughts on the album. Yes. Are there many that you would rather have had in? in place That's of, a good like, question. Not specifics. That's oh, a good I question. want you to take out this song, but just are there some yeah. that you would rather have? Um, that's a really good question. I So off the top of my <laughs> head, <laughs> there's a song that was left off called Things I Don't Understand that I believe was released as a single um, just kind of a standalone song to get it out there. I'm pretty sure I have that. Um, one. I like that one a lot. And you know, the thing that you have to think about when you ask that question is, would it fit on the album? So I was thinking about that actually. So pro- oh god, I'm glad. Yeah. Otherwise, so things I don't understand was a B side on a Speed of Sound. So that yes. song, a proof, is a piano ballad that is absolutely stunning, um, but does not feel like it would fit on this album. Okay. Um, Fix you is a single. I had. I'm trying to see what Fix you had. Quick, let me see here. Um, the world turned upside down. That's the one I'm thinking of. The world, so things I don't understand is good. The world turned upside down starts with the lyrics X and Y, so you could tell that it was definitely Around written and and thought to be 
that was considered for that album. And maybe they just thought it wasn't good enough or, sure. or something. And then looking at Talk has Sleeping Sun and Gravity, which again, are t- mm-hmm. I actually, Sleeping Sun in particular is a really cool song, but neither of those, and you know, Proof especially, don't sound like they would have been on X and Y. So sure. it's, a, it's a workaround answer to your question. Are there B-sides that I think are great and maybe better than some of the songs on this album? Yes. Do I think they would have fit on this album as is? No. Not necessarily. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So um, so high-level views. I I great. think... <laughs> uh, good. I think X and Y is a good album. There are some undeniable songs on this album that are just hits, yeah, obviously. Um, I think it's it's a little bloated for me. I think the there are a lot of songs that sound a little samesy. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the songs that I like could be a little bit shorter. They go on a little too long. They feel a little bit too, like I said, sure. bloated. Um, but there's a, there's a couple five minutes there. There's one. a lot of. I feel like most of the songs are like four and a half minutes or longer. Like I think I think four forty five. Yeah, four five five thirty five. Yeah, 5, eleven. So this is what I'm saying. You know, the shortest song on the album I think is Till Kingdom Come," which is the hidden track. And then other than that, it's uh, uh, Swallowed and no, Sweet. Swallowed and Sweet is, is shorter. It's is just under four minutes. Just under four. But like that, you know, the 447, 457, like you said, they're all yeah. they're all chunky. And I feel like they could be slimmed, trimmed a bit. Slimmed and trimmed. Um, I think it is cool. <laughs> I never knew until research for this. But how the like on the actual CD, mm-hmm. it's like X and Y. Like right. the first six are X. And, and the, second the second six are Y. Are y. Yeah. yeah. With it's the cool. Track there, yeah. It's like yeah. it's a bit like everyday life with um sunrise and sunset, but yeah, um, it's like a double <laughs> album and CD or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. Where you got the A side and the B side, <laughs> or the X side, which works side. really cool with CDs. So yeah. yeah. Um, so no, I I do like it. I I is, is the Y side. <laughs> Welcome Just to the Y side. <laughs> Your experience will begin in three, two, do 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 do. Do 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 do. That'd be, I mean, home. <laughs> I mean, it fits. Um, so yeah, I I think I yeah I, I like it a lot. I I think it's my least maybe my least favorite Coldplay album. Um, but again, that's like saying for all of you haters on Reddit, that's like saying my least favorite of my kids, right? Like I still like this album. Actually, I don't have a least favorite of the kids for the record. I still like this a lot. Mm-hmm. It's just not as good. I mean, I, and I I feel comfortable saying this. The next album that comes after this is a masterpiece. 10 out of 10 album after X and Y. So compare... And then I think Rush of Blood is amazing. So when you've got something sandwiched in between, when you're comparing it to those two things, it just doesn't hold up to that level. See, that's almost how I feel about a Rush of Blood of the Head. Really? That's so. That's what I love so much, though. Is so right? you love this album? Is that fair to say? I really like this album. Okay. I, yeah, I yeah. love it. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Hey, and no one's judging you for saying that. Yeah. I mean, some people might be. That's the whole point of music. Well, but I'm not judging you for screw saying them. that. Yeah, screw them. They're not here. They're in mm. somewhere else. So say what you want to say. Or just type so, it on honestly on the internet and, <laughs> and click send and walk bug away. Off. <laughs> so so t- explain yourself a little bit. Um, what what about this is on a high level is so is better than Russia Blood to you? Because I'll think say this is the general sound of it. I like that's too, the, that's too general. You got to drill down a bit more. Oh, but that's, that's is that too low level? That's too. You low said go level. high level. You went really high level. <laughs> I went bird's eye view. And you said the word ge- general. I like it. I I think it feels like there's almost more space on this album, and it's more a 
of an alternative feel with like there's more absolutely synth yes and less straight up rock yeah and I, I don't know if I'd call Rush of Blood straight up rock but there's a lot right it has a more rock feel to it compared to well, Parachutes and X and Y and, for and, sure and what I like about this album I, I and I like the synthy sound that they go yeah. for and I like that even Chris is on electric guitar a lot like I yeah. I, I would almost I, I mean we might be being pedantic like you said I feel like this is more rock than Rush of Blood because okay. I feel like Chris is playing electric a lot more and the songs themselves have Johnny, you know, like they're yeah. just a bit more, uh, I, I don't know. I think again, I think no. we just reason different I always different get caught up with word. classifications because I'm oh, always, it's all stupid. I'm yeah, always like, all, yeah. Oh, I like alternative or indie, but then yeah. like everything I listen to, I'm like, is this one of those two or something? Yeah. I don't, right. I don't right. Know. <laughs> I was talking to my friend today and I, I, I was talking about, sit. um, I think John Prine. A lot. Have you listened to much John Prine? No. I, I was saying the same thing. I said like, he's a folk legend, but he's kind of country. And she's like, oh, I like folk. And I'm like, but I know that you don't like country. <laughs> so, like, this, like, I don't know if this is – because, again, genres are just – they're labels, and it's hard right. to – yeah, yeah. So, I again, I, we're using the – we're applying different meanings to the word. Our, right. our points are still the same. But, but that's the thing that I struggle with is I really like the sound of this album. I love the synths. I love um, where the piano is, and I like the electric guitars a lot. I just yeah. think it just doesn't – I feel like – it sounds like the pressure got, I think they were, I mean, you, you were reading some reviews beforehand and kind of talking about it and whether they felt like they were under pressure or not, it felt like they tried to deliver a huge mm. thing and they and just they didn't hit, hit it. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and this is the point. They, they, I, I think they hit something, yeah. but not quite the level they no, wanted to. Yeah. I think it's a lot more, it feels a little more dissonant, mm-hmm. a little more maybe ambient. A lot of the synths. Oh, for sure. For sure. You got the craftwork influences in yeah. there. You got old Sourpuss Brian Eno doing some influences in there. I mean, it's definitely a departure from Oh yeah. From uh Russia Blood. Yeah. It feels a little bit darker. Well, and, and one point that I was really mad that I saw this on, on the Wikipedia because I wanted to make this point myself and I wanted I didn't want people to be like, you go from the wiki. The lyrical shift in this album is huge. Generally, mm-hmm. Parachutes and then Russia Blood was very relational. This is a general, yeah. so there are exceptions about him, about his mental state, or a, the protagonist's mental state, about yep. relationships. Sure. Whereas a lot of this album is more outward looking, looking at the world, very philosophical, questions yep. about, you know, what if, or white shadows, or low, like things that are about your feelings but are very big picture. Yeah. And so it does seem like he really tried to go a different direction lyrically. Um, and again, I like that part of it. I don't have a problem with a lot of the lyrics on this album. I yeah. like it. So, so you want to get into it though? I think we could get into it. Is there? I don't think there's anything. Um, we got 13 tracks. We're gonna go through. Um, yeah, I. What? Contrary to your opinion, I like. I'm. I'm very happy with 13. 13's fine. 13's 13 is the cutoff for me. 14 okay. too many. And this is 12 and a bonus, technically speaking. Yeah. So I'm super down for that. I Sometimes just think with 10, I'm like ah. I couldn't just... Yeah. So Just the problem with more. 10 is if you've heard four of them before the album comes yeah. out, then you're like, I've heard 40% of this already. Right. Yeah. No, 12, 12 and 12 and one or, or 13. I can do all right with it. I can do all right with it. Um, I did do, I did do good maths in high school. Um, Just maybe not good English. <laughs> I did <get> good <laughs> maths in high school. Um, But I think what happens with these 13 is that I feel like I said earlier that some of these ones are bloated. And so what happens is they, it feels bigger than 13 because Sure. You've got, I mean, the whole album as a whole Your is over an hour, 62, minutes, 62 minutes for seconds. a 13 song. And I know that this was an intentional shift. So we'll talk about this a lot uh, next week, 
But you go and you look at um, Viva, and they specifically put rules in place for themselves to not do that. So Viva as a whole is 45 minutes and 49 seconds, and I believe that's with the um, bonus track or like the hidden tracks in that album. Okay. So like that, th- even though that's you know 10 plus two or three bonusy tracks within the album, that feels quicker because it's literally 17 minutes shorter yeah. than this album. So it feels heavier lugging through it. It also feels, I would, if I had to guess up to this point in their career, I would have guessed that Fix You coming on this album is probably mm-hmm. their biggest hit. Sure. Coming into this, you said? Well, like, or going out of this album. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yes, I think so. Um, I think Clocks and the Scientist in Yellow and Fix You. Yeah. I mean, they're all like similar tier. But I don't know. I guess when I think of Coldplay hits, this is near the top. That's actually it's a good point. I I it's it's definitely near the top. I mean, Fix yeah. uses I mean even in their short sets, right? Like they've been playing for Higher Power and going around recently. Yeah. Um, they always play Fix You. Um, I still feel like Clocks and Yellow are bigger songs. But the scientist, as we learned, yeah, that's true. That's right. So the three, so I guess out of the four of them, I'd put, I'd put fix you towards the bottom of those four in terms of pop, not favoritism, as terms of popularity. Um, Well, that's what I was getting at. Not our one last thing before we get into this, um, I do want to talk a little bit about Human Heart, um, the new Coldplay song that has been played uh, by the band live a couple of times. Uh, I don't know. Have you listened to that much? Once, once when they yeah okay <laughs> so um they Coldplay did their Glastonbury performance and then they did I believe it was the BBC One Weekend performance and in both of those sets they debuted another song that will be coming off of um uh, music, music of the spheres, of the spheres we assume uh, called Human Heart and uh I love it I am it I am really a, good. a huge fan of it um they played it with uh, the the act We Are They're King different. Uh, a a duo female group um, mm-hmm. who sings the chorus with him and sings uh, the second verse. Um, and yeah, it, it sounds, I think I texted this to you, it sounds very Bon Iver to me, um, yeah. specifically the song Creeks, where basically the whole song, um, I mean, we don't know what the studio is going to sound like, is them singing with, with autotune, with, with vocoder over their voices. I think it's vocoder, or maybe autotune. But it's, you know, it, that's the instrument. You have all these different um, uh, octaves of the mm-hmm. voice, and that's the song. And it's very bare and very stripped down um, and beautiful. Yeah, it's definitely much, much different than Higher Power. Yes, yes. But it still but fits it in feels the same. Like it, it, yeah, it, yeah. It feels like it could go well together, and it feels like it could be a very cool piece on the album. I totally agree. Change, change things yeah. up. and Yeah. yeah. And, and it's the performances have been very, very powerful. So um, I'm really excited for that. So um, and just another little glimpse into the music of the spheres. Into the future. Yeah, and, well, um, when it is officially released, we'll do a, another well, and so episode. That's the one thing I'd say about that song is that it totally sounds like an album track to me. Yeah. Like, it does not feel like that would be the next single. It feels... Um, yeah. It reminds me a lot of Up in Flames from, from that's true, uh, but then, uh, MX. Yeah. Because it could just be like, hey, they're debuting another song live. I remember yeah. w- specifically with MX, I remember they played Glastonbury before the album. I don't know if it was... It must have been before it was even re- announced. But at that show, before the album, they and I think maybe only uh, 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 Every Teardrop had been released. I think they played like Hurts Like Heaven, Charlie Brown, um, Every Teardrop. I don't think they played Paradise. but they, And maybe I think Major Minus they've been playing too. So like they've done that before. They debuted Amazing Day from um, Head of All the Dreams. They debuted that a few times. Okay. And 
Amazing Day was never a single, I don't believe. It wasn't released, but they played it live. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm sort of thinking it's going to be that. I can't see this being it the does, next single. It but feels like a weird, it would be a weird choice for the next single. Yes, yes. I think it's... I, I and like again, it. Yeah, I, I, I think it's really, really great. You just think specifically commercially, you know, it doesn't seem like a... a it's an odd step along the way from higher power to that. Yes, yeah, true. People towards, yeah. True. So... But I, yeah, it was really cool. It's fun little glimpse into it a little bit more to get a bit more, you know, uh, taste of the music of the sphere. So, for real this time, let's get into the uh, opening track. Square one. That that sounds rock to me. Like that guitar, that yeah. I think I, you're. I just I think you're that. wrong at the end of the day. Like I just, well, we I just... don't. I don't think you know what you're talking about. Well, I just was on the record saying, "Hey, I don't think I know what I'm talking about." So, <laughs> well, I, I guess I'm. And, and on that note, I agree with you. So I'm glad. To, um, yeah. So no, I'm. I'm. Uh, uh, I'm digging it. I think I like this it. is another kick-ass start to the album. Yeah, it's for sure. Tone really for sure. well. It it sets the. It's got they, like the the three for three. Yeah, <laughs> just knock it out of the park. Like, I, hey, this is what this I can't think be of, like. and I'm gonna eat my words later. I can't think of a single album opener that sucks by Coldplay or that is even bad, like below a seven. I think every album opener, and you think of like MX as an album opener. Okay, sure, Into Hurts Like Heaven is what I maybe say more. Sure. I I honestly can't think of an album opener that's bad by this band. Um, through and through, and I and know. I love that. Maybe we'll, we'll find see out. With music of the sphere. <laughs> <laughs> it's garbage, right? Yeah, the opener is just a bunch of like weird sounds. Like, <laughs> you're like, okay, this is they misstep here. Um, but no, I I, I I agree. I love the sort of space odyssey, like the brown brown brown. Yeah, like that's really cool. Um, it sets the tone for the album really well with the synths and this kind of spacey background yeah, and then the guitar that kicks in. I, I actually think this is a great opener. Um, I love the ending of it lyrically, that little, how it builds and builds and builds and it's huge. And then there's just that little end with Chris, the, is there anybody out there who uh, yeah. is lost and hurt and low? I mean, th- this is one of those albums that, that's one that like just saying that I'm like, yes. Oh, oh yes. I know. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. I feel my hair and that's why I stopped my arms. because the, because I it's have just that feel. It's like loud, 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 and then it just comes down. Like you crash down. He comes down yeah. with it. With it reminds me of. Um, yeah. You ever see Bo Burnham's special? Um, no. Uh, you've never. Oh, you haven't. No. You should totally watch it, dude. You would love it. I'll send. Uh, it's on Netflix. Okay. Um, I, I don't want to say anything I feel else. Like then. It, yeah. I don't want to say another word, but you should. Uh, yeah. I'll okay. talk. About, we'll talk about it later. Um, but I I specifically remember when I started listening to this album growing up. I remember it was the summer. Where I don't know you probably remember summer this. Summer '69. It was the summer '69. Yep, uh, it was so good, and um, it was the summer where the high school pool because Nick and I swam and play water polo together throughout high school. Yep. Um, the pool in Rockford was shut down because they were renovating it, so we had to bus to like Forest Hills. Like we took a bus to. Do you remember uh, that? Every yep. I mean, wow. Yeah, we'd get on the bus like we'd go well, to the they school. Do the annual cleaning, yeah. No, no, no. This is when they were renovating it. Like they did like the new uh, scoreboard in there, and like the new like the new ceiling in the pool area at Rockford oh, High. Oh yeah. And it was so like that. it was shut down for a few months in the summer. So we yeah. we were bused to like East Grand Rapids or something for like weeks, and so basically we we would go to swim practice and then we'd have a twenty minute bus ride before we got to the pool. Yeah. And on that bus ride is when I would listen to this album all the time like specifically i remember something like twisted logic and x and y the track specifically um and this one too like 
I just remember feeling, you know, so you're like those shitty bus chairs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that benches. gross leather with yeah. the tape on the holes. Oh, shit, it's tore. I guess we're just going to put a piece of duct tape over none of it and just call it good. Sometimes there would just be a piece of duct tape stuck to the seat. You're like, this isn't even doing anything. This is just here. You shift over and then, boom, there's that real thick metal bar that's holding up the chair. <laughs> uh, but I remember... That being where I listened to a lot of this album. And then just being, you know, we were would have been like 15-ish at the time, mm-hmm. that phase of life and feeling these things. And I was telling uh, Jeanette when, about this album saying like, you know, he's probably in his late 20s, early 30s singing about this stuff. But it's really interesting how you think about the same things at 15, 16, 14. That's when you're starting to think about the meaning of life or what you want out of stuff. And then yeah. Double that, you're in your early 30s or late 20s, you're thinking about the same things, but in a very different lens. So it is interesting how those philosophical questions carry a lot of meaning on a lot of different levels. Yeah. You know, they always, so they always circle, you always circle back to them. And I'm sure it's going to happen when we're in our 40s, you know, in our, or I yeah. guess when we're in our 30s, um, our 40s or 50s or 60s, you're going to have these same sorts of questions. But um, I, yeah, I agree. This is a really great opener. Um, I love those last, I, I really love the line in that last stanza of the, um, and if you come undone as if you'd been run through and then the, some catapult, it fired you. I just, something about that imagery I really like. So yeah, I, um, I'm in for it. I like it. I think it's a great opener, sets the tone and, um, goes a little down from there later on, but for now, well, so far, so good. Well, then the next one, uh, what, what if-, if you should decide Good. What if this good song stuff. was good? No, I'm <sighs> kidding. I, I, no, I mean, come on. You can't not. I, um, think, I don't know. It's pretty heartbreaking <laughs> and beautiful. Yeah. I think the bass lick that comes in the verses really yeah. does it for me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in for it. I, two I, for two. <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing bad to say about it? No, I well, like it a lot. So, so that feels like you've got something. No, I like I I, I I do actually really like the song. I agree lyrically. Um, I I love. I I normally really love the opening couple of minutes where it's just Chris on piano, mm-hmm. um, because I feel like the lyric and this is a stupid thing to say the lyrics he's singing fit the tone of the song really well. Like this idea of what if this, what if that. Like the way he sings that really makes you feel that sort of suppressed questioning of like what if i don't know and like you feel a little scared um this is the first one and i'll i know i'll say this a few times this is the first one that i feel like is a little bit too long i feel you know and then you start to go because I, I was listening to this earlier thinking about that the album but i go okay what does that mean then do i feel like a verse needs to be cut do i feel like the song needs to be fast you know what does it mean i i just feel like it's a little too bloated and um, grandiose without the power of some of their other grandiose songs. Um, I think this album has a tendency to repeat certain licks or certain musical movements pretty heavily. This here too, like the guitar, the do 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 that that uh, Johnny plays. Mm-hmm. I feel just like some of it it just is re- a little repetitive, um, and and then because of the repetitiveness, a little un a little uninteresting. So. The problem is, I say all of that, and I like the song. I just feel like sometimes this album is a bit of a slog to get through at certain points because you're like, "Oh, we're still doing this." Um, but I like "What If." So, yeah, disagree. 
You don't feel like it's too long. I don't too feel big? like it's too okay. long. Then, we're, then, then you know, what am I? What are we doing here? You know? Yeah. I <laughs> no, I don't know. I it works. The space, the space in this album. Sometimes sure. I feel like the space is too much. Sure, sure. And a lot of these album, these songs, I agree. It, it feels like they have space in them. Yeah. But here, for you feel like it works. Reason, okay, then it yeah. Works then, for me. All right, that's fine. I don't care. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Let's keep going. Keep going. Yeah. I, yeah. This and low. Yeah. Okay. This and low to me sound like if you play the openings of both of those songs, they're very similar. The songs themselves. Okay. So, um, I think this one is. I I don't mind. I like I like the chorus a lot. The uh, maybe you get what you wanted. Maybe you know if you stumble you'll find it. Um, yeah. Uh, I like that. I again. I mean, I I feel like I'm gonna be more. I'm gonna sound more critical of this album than I am. Because I like X and Y, this one to me is the one that's a little too long for its britches as a whole. Because then it has that whole ending sequence, the outro, which I really like the outro, but it adds like a whole minute or something to the song and goes great into Fix You. But I just I really feel like that's is is... what I was just gonna say. I I, I really like how it ends. Mm-hmm. It comes down a notch to yeah. just the synth and him singing. Yeah. And then it blends perfectly and affects you. But the, and I think this is why I have a hard time critiquing it is like I feel like I like all of the pieces individually, yeah. but then you crunch it all together and it's just too much. It's like I love Chinese food, right? I love orange chicken. I love Subway. I love a good burger. If you put all of those on one sandwich, that's going to be too much. So sometimes you need to parse out some of the things you like to enjoy them more. So that it's just down to Chinese and just, Subway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, yeah. If I had just Chinese and Subway in one sitting, I'd be fine. <laughs> Subway, if you're looking for a new show to sponsor, um, you're fine. We could do better than we Jared. Could... <laughs> <laughs> Subway, your bar is real low, and we are above it. So we may have some skeletons in our closet, but none of them are that big. <laughs> I feel like any chance we had of Subway actually sponsoring us, like if someone was pitching this to Subway, they'd have to play my line and hit pause immediately. Subway, yep, and that's all they said about you guys. They love it. <laughs> Wait, here's this. Uh, one, here's an interview for a new spokesperson. Yeah, we'd be better than Jared. <laughs> that's it. Remember the, remember the last guy you did. <laughs> Didn't work the out. The world has not forgotten. <laughs> we will erase the memory of Jared. So, what do you think about the song "White Shadow"? I Z- like it Z- with an S. Saw, dude. Yeah, I think the I like the guitar licks a lot. Those are pretty fun. Um, it works for me. I I feel like they'd be so disappointed at you in the studio if they like played the the demo yeah. and you're like, what what like what do you think? And you're like, I think the guitar licks are pretty fun. Well, see, that's. <laughs> <laughs> that's my issue as a whole with all of this <laughs> is coming up with something interesting to say about every single thing and then don't do a podcast where well, you go track by track through it through a, a band that's why i'm relying on you for all of these things <laughs> so you're when the you one disagree with something it. that i <laughs> i'm just waiting out in the water 
<laughs> no, I think these first three, I'm not like. I feel like I relate to the meaning of the feeling of the song. Sure. And I'm not like, oh, this lyric, like I'm I'm in for Oh, for sure. Yeah. I like yeah. some lines here and there, but right. I'm not like, oh, this is this is a song I super relate to lyrically. So it's No, I think this I like is the a feel very, of it a lot. Yes. And yes. that's about the same for the front three. Well, and I think about that, I mean, with the exception of the next one that we're going into, yeah, obviously. Exactly. When I think of this album, I think of the tone of the album. I don't Yeah. Again, this is not a knock on the lyrics, it's more that the tone just stands out more. Right. You know, I'm not going, oh, those lyrics from Swallowed on the Sea are great. I'm going, man, this, the tone of that album is very yeah. um, uh, spacey and very, you know, kind of, like you said, ambient and spaced out. And when I say spaced out, I mean, there's a lot of room in them. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't think, I just don't think more so than others on this album, I don't think this one comes together for me. Um, and in terms of the lyrics, I don't think it's as strong as other ones on this album. So, yeah, um, I, yeah, I don't that- know. I don't know. I it's just not, doesn't do it for me. Um, if they played it live, I'd be like, it's kind of for me. It's kind of like Great Provider with BNL, right? Okay. So we saw when we saw Bare Naked Ladies one year, one of the many many times, um, they started playing a song, and Nick and I were like, we both just looked at each it, other and we're like, what is this? Because like what? it's not part of the, and it was a song from an album from their second album that they rarely rarely play anymore, yeah. and it was that thing of like, this is really cool to hear live. But I feel like there's a lot of other songs I would have preferred yeah, them play. It's one of those where you're like, oh, this is awesome. I'm getting something I haven't heard before. Yes. Because they're similar to Coldplay, I'm sure, where yes. they have 10 they songs, songs. Yeah. that they have to but play. But the problem is... That- and their their set lists can get a bit stale. So yeah. you get something new and you're like, this is awesome. Yeah. Oh, but can you have picked like you're, one any, of the right. other million songs that I really like? Yes, exactly. This, like, and I think the I only like? difference between Coldplay and BNL... Because you're right. So one of the things we talked about with BNL a lot is that their sets for the past, I'd say close to decade have been pretty stale. Yeah. Um, they play all of their greatest hits and then they rotate through maybe four or five, not all of their, not greatest all their hits. greatest hits. They play some of their greatest hits and then they do four or five from their new album at the time. I wonder and then how many people will have no one's going to get it. No one's going to get it. And then, but if you're a BNL fan, just know that was really Tracy. Good. If you're listening, yeah, <laughs> if Tracy's listening, he's grinning right now. He's going, I know what they he's just on did. A streak. <laughs> But and then they'll do one or two songs sometimes that are kind of like not B sides but like smaller tracks or whatever. Yeah. But normally for a set for a tour, it's the same couple of yeah. tracks that they do. You've got twenty songs that they're gonna play, mm-hmm. and three to four of them rotate. Exactly, exactly. And Coldplay generally is sort of the same. You know, they have again they have the new songs from the new album. Yeah. But the difference is that their shows are so good, and it's like I've seen Yellow Clocks Scientist. That sounds like such a hit on the BNL. The well, way, no, 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 no. I, I, I know that's not how you meant it. Obviously, I love BNL live, but I, but like, yeah. it's very much them on stage playing. Coldplay is an experience. It is an entire, and part of what makes BNL great is the is the band, the the jokes yeah. and the and the ad libs and the, the raps experience. and stuff. The a different experience. <laughs> okay, the show is what I'm point. Just, just fuck you. All right, just so. With with Coldplay, you know, it's like they're doing Yellow or they're doing Viva yeah. again, but it's there's lights everywhere and there's fireworks and it's like, it's this it's different every time. And what? I'm what? just trying to keep myself from saying Bannock and Ladies have lights too. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, know you picked you up on what? my hand signals tonight. And I had to yeah. say it then because you called me out. <laughs> it. It's just a different experience. I was trying not to derail you, but you, but you, <laughs> but I made a sad face. What's the next song? Is it any good? <laughs> oh yeah, it's good. Okay. Let's go play it. Up above or down below. 
the full clip that you picked out of that whole song yeah i just feel like we need to talk after this about your clip duties because i was wondering that when i was cutting this i was like is there any time i i clip something and you were like of all the things that's there's the point like real talk there's quite a few times where that really? happens yeah i mean never enough to say anything about it like I, what it comes down to is like sometimes i go that's not what i would have picked but yeah. like that's not a that's that's not like an actual criticism that's just a difference of opinion this one this was one's hard a, 20 seconds that that was the hard that's part fair. for this one. Yeah. Because I try and, for whatever reason, I arbitrarily pick 20 seconds. <laughs> and now I try and keep it to that a little plus or minus. Sure. And this one has a lot of, so the, like. Get close to it, the microphone gets, when you're talking. It's so easy. It's just, you got to put your mouth near the microphone and you got to cut the clips. <laughs> Anything <laughs> else you want to critique no, from me? <laughs> I don't like your shirt. I think you're. <laughs> It doesn't fit right. I think you could go a size smaller. I think it would fit a little better. Um, the hair, I think if you put a little bit of paint, no, none of that stuff is true. So here's the thing. But, I actually put paste in my hair today <laughs> for the first time. In like, it does ever. look good. No, your hair does look good. Uh, I'm just saying I have to edit this like we just talked about earlier. Yeah. If you start talking back here during the show, it makes it really hard for me to do that. So here's the thing. You were talking like this and then you came back, but you picked up the tone. So it feels like it shouldn't make much of a difference. <laughs> okay, but you're not doing that. Here's the thing. When I lean back, I'm aware of what I'm doing okay. and I'll take control of it. And I'm clearly not. <laughs> And I'm trying to get you to be. Can we go back to the song and cut this whole bit? No, we can go back to the song, but we're not cutting this bit. I'm the editor. You're the editor-in-chief. <laughs> and you're the assistant to the editor-in-chief. <laughs> so what do you think of Fix You? What were we talking about before? The, the clip. The clip. Yeah, you picked a slower yeah. clip. It's so hard to pick 20 seconds. When it gets when it gets to the, like, after the build-up. Yeah. The lyrical parts of yes. that? Pretty short. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's why I went for, for this part. That's fair. And and most people listening to this, you you know, fix you. Yeah. You've heard the clips. Um, I mean, because I is, tried to get a high speed, and then I had like five five seconds of instrumental. Right. So then I was right. Yeah. yeah you're either gonna turn. Yeah. yeah. Um. There. This is feels like clocks to me, where it's like there's just not much to say about a song so universally loved. Yeah. And in my experience, even the people who don't like Coldplay like this song. Because it's just so damn powerful. It is. <laughs> it's so... just so good. Yeah, I mean, there's, you know, like I, I love a good build-up song. Yes, yes. And this is the like the prime example. Yes, exactly. I totally agree. I totally agree. I, I was saying the other day that not only is Coldplay one of the best live experiences I've had in my entire life, this song. Mm-hmm. There's one, and we'll talk about it when we get to the album in a few. When when the last time I saw Coldplay, um, I just finally got to bring my wife to, wife along, and uh, she loved it. And there was one song that is just one of those memories, those beautiful memories that's kind of seared into us. That I'll I'll talk about that when we get to it in a few mm-hmm. albums. But this song is just a highlight. Every show, there's I mean because it's one of those songs that means something to everybody who's there listening. Yeah, and slightly different things. It might be about you know, famously this song was kind of written for Gwyneth Paltrow, who mm-hmm. Chris was with at the time, about the death of her father Bruce. Um, and so that's kind of generally where, where it came yeah. from. Uh, a lot of the songs of this album are yeah. apparently about White that. Shadow was was it was uh, yeah. the name kind of came from that a little bit. Um, but it's one of those songs that even if it doesn't mean have anything to do with death to you it's the loss of something 
Yeah. And I think we all have that relationship or that person where we feel like that. I, you know, I will try to fix you. Yeah. And, um, it's just really not necessarily always good advice. Not good advice. Sometimes no, it's just very good to, to be listen. There. You just got to, yes, absolutely. You have to be there. You have to listen and just kind of but be there with that person. Still very, very powerful. But I feel like that's the, what you want to do. You want, yeah. you, you see your friend it's or your spouse. Instinct. Exactly. What can, what can I do for you? What can I do? Exactly. How can I make this better? Yeah. And sometimes you can't, and sometimes just being there is the making it better. Yeah. Um, this is one of those songs, again, I'm sure like many people listening where those opening uh, 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 organ, or is it organ? Is that probably the right, you know, an organ um, keys play those chords and you're just like, yep, I'm gone. I'll see you yeah. later. Uh, the, the waterworks are starting <laughs> real quick here. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you, know, just, you know, I look at like, you feel so tired, but you can't sleep, right? Like this idea that like you are, you're drained, you're done, you're gone, but you can't, yeah, you can't get to where you want to be. You're stuck in reverse. Um, you lose something you can't replace. Obviously, could it be yeah. worse? No. And but I just, it's one of those that that chorus is one of those lyrics that doesn't directly make sense. Lights will guide you home and ignite your bones. When you say it out loud, you kind of go, well, "That's a little bit weird," yeah. but it's just so perfect. It's just so perfect, you know? Yeah. Um, and then I will try to fix you. Um, if you never try, you'll never know. Yeah. I mean, again, you you just, you can't, what are you supposed to say about this song? I mean, it's just. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> no. It's so good. It's so good. Also. Yes. Very well could be cut. Yeah. One of my first memories of this song mm-hmm. or about this song. Yeah. Is when my grandpa died in mm-hmm. eighth grade. Yeah. And you sent me a link to the song. Did I really? <laughs> yes. That is such a thing I would do, <laughs> that's too. Such a, like, that's such a middle school so, thing so to, it, to do. To was somebody. it helpful? Do you remember if it was helpful? I don't know. Because, <laughs> like, you got to learn those things moving forward, right? Does yeah. it actually do something or not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel like that is that is a thing that I do even to this day where I just kind of think music is the cure. Yeah. It, if it is not the cure. this And this is going on a, a much side tangent. Um, I went through a pretty big bout of depression i'd say probably 2012 2013 like out of out of high straight school into high college school. yeah okay. well that's straight out I, I i mean i waited a little bit and then it started oh yeah we were, we were yeah <laughs> we were, yeah so for a few months there not it was just, me remembering you <laughs> remembering you remember the, when you were depressed dates. it was around the, yeah um and yeah. and i remember there were two artists oh we're doing it again there were two artists that i looked to a lot during that let me take a guess yes the mountain goats yes bright eyes yes <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was Mountain Goats and Bright Eyes. And I always felt like they sort of did different things where I felt like... Um, different things in the same space? Different things in the same space. Like like Connor and Bright Eyes, Connor is very emo in his mm-hmm. lyrics. Even if the music goes more country or more Western or whatever. Um, very, very emo and very sort of, I felt like he's wallowing with you. Like he's expressing what you are feeling and sure. kind of really hammering home the darkness of it all. Which is what you need sometimes. Yeah. And then I felt like the Mountain Goats and John... Uh, were starting to help you l- get out of the well. Okay. You know, if, if you were at the bottom of the well, Connor sat next to you and was like, "My life sucks too," and you're both like, "Yeah." And, and then, then Mountain Goats is the hand. John, yes, John's down. like, "Come on, let's let's go." And even still, there's a lot of those songs where he's also in the well. I, I'm a very big believer that sometimes you need to stay down there and you need to sit oh, yeah. there for yourself, and then you will get your your way out. Right, like that. It, it, yeah. It's not just you know with with um. This with not death, every with time, loss and mourning. Yeah. It's not, not everything just, could just be fixed right away. Right, right, right. Oh yeah, 
Yeah. It'll, it'll be better soon. Exactly. Yeah, that's that, not that, always helpful. That is, that is one of the least helpful things you can tell anybody is it will get better. Yeah. You'll, you, this, you will move away from this, whether it is death or loss in whatever way. Sometimes, like you said earlier with, with Fix You, you just got to be there with yeah. them and sit there. And, and so I'm a very big believer that you do need to sit in the, in the darkness. And so there's a lot of Mountain Goat songs that do that. But then there are a lot that are that hand where it's yeah. not saying, hey, we're bright and better and things are good now. But it is, we're going to, let's, I'm let's gonna make it through this year if, if it, it kills, kills me. me. Yes, like, man. We're I, coming. Someone I mean, the other day, that, yeah. I forget who it was. Oh, I forget who it was completely. I was talking to them about, talking to them about doing Coldplay. Mm-hmm. And uh, they go, why, didn't, why aren't you doing a Mountain Goats podcast? And I tried to like stumble through the answer. And then at the end of it, the answer was just like, Ah, uh, it's a lot. <laughs> like, like there's so many Mountain Goats albums, and there's so many. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just it's hard, you know. You'd have um, to get me into them a lot first. Yeah. Well, we're gonna that go see him in August, so that like if we, we go see him. Yeah. So I was just telling Jeanette they have a new album coming out. Um, by the time this comes out, this episode it'll be about two or three weeks. It's coming out called Dark in Here, and just the other, just yesterday I think John released a video of him doing an unboxing of the album, cool. like looking at the the vinyl variants and the little pluses. Twenty four minutes. <laughs> 24 minutes of him standing there and just talking and telling stories. I ate it up, man. I just, I, I was again trying to explain to one of my friends how I love Coldplay. They're one of my, you know, you get, that's, that's the best by the way. What? Just being so into somebody yes. that you're just like, you could watch them do just Anything. bullshit. Yeah. There's nothing. <laughs> right. And right. That, but when you try to tell somebody about that, they're like, oh yeah, this is, this video yeah. is great. And they're like, you what? You watched <laughs> a band unbox vinyl vinyl yeah a half an hour i yeah and you know the one thing i'll say is that i'm not like old man and i'm not saying this either you're saying this i'm not old man youtube like i've had so many people that are older than you know 20 30 years older they're like so people just watch people unbox things on that just open things what is that like okay whatever um but like but you find the person that you enjoy watching old man stand up 101 (laughs) what's the deal with boxes they just open them on youtube and get millions of views hey i'm gonna open my medicine cabinet and then the whole crowd laughs because they're also that same age yeah um so um but yeah you you know like i I was trying to i was sharing some of their songs with a friend of mine and i was explaining i was just like there are not words to explain how important this band is to me Mm -hmm. and to and to my life you know and so it's it you you kind of i'm obviously if you've listened to this episode alone talk a lot talk a lot and sometimes you talk so much and <laughs> things become <laughs> things become so powerful and important mm-hmm. that you go through to the other end yeah and you're just you just kind of go yeah i, I love the mountain goats you know what i mean like you can yeah. you can you can go on your soapbox over and over and then, but then you just circle back around to yeah no i i know them so uh yeah anyway um fix you is beautiful <laughs> Um, it is it is it is just one of the most powerful beautiful songs i i mean again i know that i'm biased i'd say in the world that that has ever been released and you know one of the things i love about coldplay i um i think you really start to see this with viva but you see it a little bit in these albums mm-hmm. is i've talked about before about how chris and the band just are pure joy they may, they want the world to be better their songs are trying to make the world a better place um and they they love and community and friendship and kindness like they're truly yeah. about these things and i feel like even with this song which can't is a dark song something about the live performances now it's been transformed into this communal experience where it's still about the topic that it's about, yeah. but it's also about being in that space together and singing those words and feeling a part wow. of something. That sounds cool. So I love how you can take a sad song, a powerful song, yeah. and still imbue it, imbue it with It's sad, with joy. but it's also uplifting. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Like I, yeah, and I, I'm obviously not like 
as big of Coldplay fan as you are. Sure. Right? Well, yeah, but not I wouldn't to, have put yeah. them in my top ten bands coming into this. Oh, sure. Okay, they, that's fair. That's fair. But when I think about the most like powerful, uplifting songs, mm-hmm. this is definitely in there. Like, full stop. Absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah, I mean, it's just it is as close to it is one of the closest things to a perfect song that you can get. Yeah. Yeah, I love Agreed. it. I love it. Let's keep going. Talk. That was a great clip. That was a good one. Um, again, love it. I love it so, 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 so much. Good. It's so good, man. And, you know, you look back on this, and they, they historically have purposefully not played many songs from this album live. I can't believe. I yeah. was just looking at that. Yeah. So, Speed Fix of, You, yep, 630. Obviously. Yep. Speed of Sound is next. By, by how much, though? Three three eighteen. So they played for that. Almost half. They played when I saw them for Viva. They played an acoustic version. It was like a B oh, or C stage. Sucks. And it was really. That it was actually really cool. Since then, dropped. We'll talk a hundred forty two times. Yeah. Which is What's really surprising talk? to me because I really swallowed in the swallowed in the seat. I mean, talk is like fifth. I skipped a couple to get Jeez. down to one forty two. That's what's that's it is crazy. They they really and you know it's a thing of like listen if you wrote an album that you didn't like how it made you feel when you recorded it, you're yeah. not going to want to play that many songs from it because it that draws you sense. back there. It's surprising to me though, because I like, I would have put this much in like my memory of this. Album, sure. This would have been top three. If yeah, I just, I mean, yeah, not for me. I, if I were to, so I'm surprised that it's like sixth in what sure. they play. Is like, yeah. And part of it is because like we've said with the other bit with earlier, like, you know, new songs come out, they're going to play the new yeah. songs and then you have to pick, all of the, it's the same reason why Speed of Sound got dropped, obviously. But yeah. um, I feel like if I made a uh, ideal set list, Fix You would obviously make it. Yeah. Maybe, I'm not going to say what, maybe one or two other songs from this. Maybe one other song from this album would make it. And then, by the way, I think we should do something here real quick. And this might screw you up. Would you? Are you going to say Fix You is your favorite song in this album? Are you going to say Fix You is your major? You're not. Okay, well then just cut that completely. All right. Okay. Um, so talk. So you are. I so was you going were, to. You were going to say. Let's just let's just yeah. put it to the side. I mean, it's yeah. If I look at it objectively, but sure. like this week. Well, let's just say this. So let's fix you cannot be. Fix you can't yeah. be your favorite because it's an obvious choice. Yeah. Okay, great. I'm I'm happy with that. So okay. talk. Love it. <laughs> it's so good. It I is, love yeah. the dissonant opening. Yes. Everything's yes. just like hanging in the air, and you're just waiting for it to yes. really kick off. Yes. And then when it does kick off at the end, I love that guitar part, man. I yeah. love guys. I mean, I love the whole piece, but Will's drumming and Johnny's guitar specifically stand out so much to me there. Yeah. Um, it's so, so it's good. It's such a good follow-up to fix you to like bring yeah, – yep. It's Lyrically, beautiful. Ly- there's so many lyrics yeah. in this one that really yeah. – Are you lost or incomplete? Yeah. Standalone, yeah. great. I, I love uh, – actually, after that one is the – I feel like they're talking in a language I can't speak or don't That's speak, I, and they're talking it to me. I love I, – I've realized this recently with um, some songs from The National and, and a lot of um, uh, other – I guess just a lot of other songs. Um, this concept of voices in your head or voices coming – like something about that really speaks to me lately, like a, like a lot coming at you and not being able to sure. um, decipher it. Um, there's a um, – I'm just going to do it again. There's a mountain goat song um, but called Wild Sage. And there's a lyric in there that just destroys me every time. And it's one of those things where every time I hear it, I turn to Jeanette and I say, that's so good. 
And she goes, I know you've said that, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, it's a very, it's a song about feeling very lost and complete ironic experience pretty heavily. <laughs> and, and so he's kind of like walking along at this point, And then he says, and then I think I hear angels in my ears, like marbles being thrown across a mirror. And that just kills oh. me every time. It's so good. And so I, I feel like, like it's one of those things where I've heard, feel like I've heard a lot of songs recently about angels and demons in your ears or voices in your head. And like that, I'm really drawn to that right now. Yeah. Um, that imagery. And so I love that they're talking a language I don't speak and they're talking it to me. Yeah. Um, I really just yeah. like, like the, the feeling of like, or long, long pause trying yeah. to think oh, of yeah, take it. <laughs> and you have wide eyes that whole time. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for you, man. <laughs> I had wide eyes. Cause I was just like, Oh no, I'm not finding it. <laughs> but I love, I love the song being like so much about, Hey, I just, I really, really want to talk to somebody. Right. But for whatever reason, I can't. Right. And so you're just like, oh, man, like, God, I just wish I could talk to this person yes. right now. Yes. And they're not there. So, so relatable. Yep. Yep. And really well done. I, yeah, I agree. And, yeah. and you know, I think you'll tell anyone who'll listen, but you feel ignored. Oh gosh, that is that's so a, good. I know, right? That one's been just. And I don't know. I don't know if end. you ever had this, um, but we both. I, you know, I've got a brother. You've got a few brothers. Yeah. Um, you've got a few. You've got three brothers. Yeah. <laughs> um, I felt like it always hit home more having a brother because I could feel this as a conversation between me and Caleb. Yeah. Um, so I think that layer to it just makes it that much more powerful. So, no, I think this is a perfect uh, fix. You again being the standout track in this album. I think this is such a beautiful encapsulation of this album because it's yeah. got i feel like this song it's got a little bit of if every yes and if, if every song was up to this part it would be a, a beautiful amazing album because it's longer it's a longer song mm-hmm. but it has a, everything works so well so i talk yeah. is just fantastic fantastic agree keep going x and y I do. I really love that line that I played. I know something is broken. And I'm trying to fix it. And Yeah. Yeah. And you try to fix it, trying to repair it any way you can. Yeah. Just like desperate to, yeah. to get through it. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is another title track that really works. Yeah. I, you know, I obviously don't think it works as well as the other two do personally. This one. The last two, you mean? Yeah. The, the other two. You and talk. No, no, I'm oh, talking about the, the last title tracks. tracks. I thought okay, that's what okay. you were talking about. Sorry. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> it was, and then for whatever reason, you responded <laughs> in kind, and it didn't And you were like, he's me. talking about something else. <laughs> no, I, I, I think this is maybe weaker of the other two. I, um, This is another one kind of like White Shadows, where I think so, I love so many of the elements, mm-hmm. but I think you put it all together, and it's just a little too mid-tempo, a little too drawn out for me. Okay. Um, just my personal opinion, obviously. But... I like, again, I love a lot of the lyrics. And I will say the standout part of this whole song to me is the chorus. I absolutely love the chorus of the song. And I love yeah. the lyrics because it feels like the lyrics. So the lyrics being, you and me are floating on a tidal wave or we're drifting into outer space. Together. And it just feels like so you're kind good. of rocking yeah. back and forth, you know? Mm-hmm. Really, really, really like that. Um, so, no, I, 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 it's one of those songs where when I'm thinking about it now, I go, it's, it's good. It's a solid six, six and a half. And then I listen to it and I'm like, this is a solid seven and a half or eight. But 
um, kind of objectively from it. It's uh, uh, by the way, the title track of this um, is about trying to comfort his wife after her wife lost his father. I don't know if we've talked about that yet. Yeah. Um, Gwyneth lost her dad. <laughs> and a lot of the songs are about that. Um, but uh, I think it also works as a pretty good bridge between talk and speed of sound. That's true. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's, it's kind of its place in the album. Yeah, it would. It's technically the quote unquote the, the end X of part X. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I think it's a good song. Um, I just I personally don't think it's as good as some other songs on this album. But uh, I think it works well as a yeah. piece of this puzzle. Agreed. Yeah. I feel like I'm with every single word. I went right, you. But, you, but but that was so much of B and L, right? Where like I'd criticize some higher. of the songs, and you're just like, I totally agree. I still think it's really good. <laughs> it is a really good. It is not as good as some of the stuff on the album, right? But I like it a lot, right? <laughs> All right, then we're on the same page, I guess. Yeah. I and I like it. You like it? I'd say you like it a lot, a lot. I like it. A, I like it. I Maybe like I, like it. You like like it. I just like it. I just want to be friends with it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's keep going then. Um, speed of sound. Speed of sound. I remember when this... I remember looking at like forums and stuff listening to this song mm -hmm. and there was like maybe there still is but there was a you don't get to take your mulligan back um it's not i just don't want to forget my wallet <laughs> that's <here>. true <laughs> uh, there is there was like a huge swath of people there's a large swath of fans who were convinced this song was about chris doing drugs and like his experience on drugs and stuff just because it's called speed <laughs> no no just because a lot of the <laughs> a lot of the lyrics sound really psychedelic sure um how long before up, i get in well, not, yeah well how long before i get in before it starts before i begin yeah. like before you've taken the drugs when before are they gonna kick in yeah. yeah um i like this song though i don't first of all i don't think it's about that secondly yeah. i like this song um, oh yeah this yeah. is another killer oh, yeah yeah i i i want to go that far i <laughs> i do like it a lot and i totally see this as the lead single I'm, like, yeah i think was this the lead single? I don't think it was the lead single. I think it was the big... I remember... I, so this is where I start to conflate what I remember and the truth of the situation. Singles. Number one, Sweetest Sound. Oh, Sweetest Sound. Okay. Then, sorry. Number two, Fix You. Three, Talk. Four, The Hardest Part. Okay. So then I remember hearing this one in the real world a lot. Like, I remember... Because I got in through Viva, like we've said, mm -hmm. listening to this and going, oh, man, I've heard this everywhere before. So I recognized it. I feel like you can't... You can't discuss... You can't not discuss that this is very clocksy. You've got a you've got a descending piano riff throughout the song, um, okay. similar in tone, similar not the same, but it no. it feels like they were trying to capture the the power of that song in this one. Interesting. I feel like this goes hand in hand with talks to me, talk to me. <laughs> hey, my favorite Coldplay song, talks. talks. Hey, talks. talks to me. Hey, talks to me. Um, yeah, I, I, you talks into me. <laughs> This is another episode of you talks hey, you talks into me. You talks into me. I walk in here. I'm Christopher Walken here. Jesus. It's this is why I refuse nine. to do an accent hey. last time. What? You're not trying to do like German or something oh, crazy, are you? Typical New Yorker. I'm walking here. Hey, pizza. I'm walking here. There's a sabaro oh, down I'm the so street. <laughs> I'm sorry there. We were walking down next to you. I didn't mean to hit you, sir. 
Is that John Lennon? <laughs> Is that a third character? Yeah. <laughs> That's a guy up for the rooftop. <laughs> he thinks Roof he's British. <laughs> so there's a, a roofer who thinks he's British watching <laughs> this typical New Yorker and John Lennon exchange pleasantries on the sidewalk. Yeah. I, Rooney, Rooney, get out of there. Don't go in there, dude. You're going to lock yourself in. This is exactly why I refused to do an accent last time. Rooney, stay out of that room. I can't room, control buddy. it. It goes where it wants. My voice is, is, a, is, but, it a, is, what it is. is but a tool from it's the gods. It's its own character. <laughs> so you, 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 this to you is on the same level. Or it goes hand in hand. I don't with, know if I talk, like it I as say. much as talk. Yeah, sure, sorry. Sorry. But sorry. it goes hand in hand with it for Speed sure. Speed of sound. <laughs> I thought about it for a second. You did a mouth charge. So much happened in your eyes in in a second. It was it was like prepping for it, and then this deep realization that it was a bad idea, and then backing away from it. And it's so easy. So not. So you you think of it as a pairing with talk. I think of it as a pairing of a talk. What it, like, if you would have asked me three weeks ago, X and right. Y, I would have come up with fix you talk and speed of sound. So if I came to you and I just looked at you and I said X and Y, you would have said fix you X and y, talk and speed of sound. That's I mean good for you. It feels weird that I would come up and just ask you X and Y. Does and it really? Would... We have a podcast about this band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I could be asking about the alphabet. I could be asking you about be. math, algebra. Hey, X that and it y. would be X plus Y. So, not real, X okay, and y. if I like, if I came up to you, I mean, it's hard to know for sure. If I came up to you, no contact, and I just went, "Hey, um, X and Y, pretty good." Okay, that's that, you would yeah. you would think I'm asking your opinion. Yeah, fix you, <laughs> talk, <laughs> speed us out. <laughs> yeah, I I I do like it a lot. I love the music video for this. I remember that one very vividly. Yeah. They're on a sound stage, and I remember reading in like the facts. It was like the where they shot the Wizard of Oz or something like that. Um. I really I like, like the like the lyric. How long am I gonna stand? Yeah, with my head stuck in the sand. Yeah, that, like an like, ostrich. That acknowledgement of like, hey, I know this is an issue. Mm-hmm. How long is it? Yeah, am I just gonna sit here before I deal with it? Yes, yes, I know that feeling very well. Yeah, you're like, oh, it's it's like the acceptance that you have something to deal with, right? But then you're dragging your feet, or you're, and right. then I love the like the self awareness self-awareness yeah yeah. that's the one yeah that you're like hey i gotta do something about this right yeah but yeah what's it gonna take for me to take the next step right and oftentimes it takes too much you know i i I, yeah i started going and we've talked about this before i started going back to therapy a few months ago now um and because when i first went to therapy a few years ago it was just kind of because like hey i feel like this is a good thing to do yeah. And I did. And I was like, hey, I was right. <laughs> it was a good thing to do. And then this time it took that, right? So, like, I probably should have gone back months before. Yeah. And and I just didn't because you're coming up with excuses. You don't have time. The kid, you know, like all these things. And then you it's have that breaking something. point, right? You yeah. have that incident where you're like, this is oh, what it, like, man. how long am I going to sit with my head? Okay, well, then you hit that point and you're like, okay, now something's got to happen. But yeah. if you would have done something, and it's not just about therapy, obviously. Yeah. If you would have done the thing earlier you would have avoided this mess, right. you know, like it's, just, it's a really bad example, but like if you're driving and you're tired yeah. and you wait until you crash to go, I probably should have stopped driving versus if you would have just pulled over 
20 minutes ago, right. you just saved so much heartache and pain. And, yeah. you know, so, but no, I do like the song. Um, this is, I feel, I might not be the exact beginning, but this is where Chris's obsession with birds start to come, start to come into play. Pay attention over the next few albums, how much this guy sings about birds. Okay. I'm the same way. I'm in the middle of writing a song called, uh, tentatively called The Robin. So I'm not saying birds aren't a great subject, but you've got Fly On, you've got Birds. Off the upcoming album, Birds of the American Northwest. Yes, Birds of the American Northwest. Oh, the Robin's going to be the lead single, but we're going straight in with the woodpecker after that. Yep. Um, that one's a bit explicit, but then we're going to go into the Cardinal, <laughs> the Blue Jay, uh, and and then, of course, just the Sparrow. And then the Pelican, hashtag, what? <laughs> No, not that hashtag, parentheses. Parentheses. Yeah, it's no, a hashtag. You're trying to do a new thing in song titles. <laughs> Did you hear, I don't know if you heard this, but I, keeping in mind how much I love Chris Martin, yeah. talking in one of the interviews about Music of the Spheres and I think the future of Coldplay, he was talking about... Uh, and I never heard the audio. I read the excerpt. Okay. He was talking about wanting to make emojis song titles. Like the song title of track four be an emoji or a string mm. of emojis. And he was saying like the publishers were having a hard time with that. Like iTunes and Spotify because, you know, their they're algorithms are set up for that. And like there was arguments afterwards like if he was being funny or if he was being serious. If he's being serious, just calm down, Chris. Like <laughs> you don't need to put a little emoji as the song. Like just keep the song title, man. It's just like I feel like it's Chris. But like what if we did an emoji for the song title? And everyone's like, Will and Guy and Johnny are like, jeez, can you just Will one and Guy day? and Johnny are like, wait, is that John Lennon? <laughs> hey guys, why don't we go ahead? <laughs> Holy shit, John Lennon's here. How does he know about emojis? <laughs> Imagine like that. That's a prompt in and of itself. You're trying to explain emojis. We got to get Mike Hanford and Chris Martin in a room together. <laughs> we would, we'd have fun. Uh, anyway, it's it is a good song. But my point is, he sings about birds a lot. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm I'm all here for I it. But will, like, yeah. there are certain artists. Uh, every mind. artist has a couple of things yeah. that like they go back to every time, and you're just like, you're going back to you're going back to that. Hmm. Um, birds so, again, huh? <laughs> well, I'm stuck on this lyric feather birds okay here we go birds again fly away <laughs> like a bird i fly away <laughs> all right let's keep going then a message um, a message Good stuff again. I love it. So this is one of the few songs that doesn't... I guess I could start to say the second half of this album feels pretty different than the first half in certain oh, yeah. ways. Um, I really, really like this song. And Chris even said about the genesis of this song to Rolling Stone, I made sure that all the right bits were warm. There were about five songs the next time that came out of nowhere. It was like pulling them out of a hat. In the middle of the night, I thought I was either going to be sick or go write that song. So the song just came up and then I went back to bed. Um, okay, I got another yeah. quote before we get into it. Please. This is another genius, well, not quote, genius thing. Mm -hmm. So now we're on song eight. Around this time that Coldplay was recording X and Y, Chris Martin's father-in-law passed away. Yeah, like, we're well aware of that we're, by yeah. now. We're, we're on this track. Yeah. This, yeah. yeah. A message may have been written for his wife, Gwyneth Paltrow, who reportedly, in parentheses, and understandably, <laughs> went into a depression after her father's death. Also in parentheses, Martin supposedly wrote Fix You as a way of cheering her up. Yeah, we're not talking about Fix You. 
their next album, Viva La Vida, would go on to be a huge hit. <laughs> but I, I got me so hard that, and understandably. <laughs> like, like, like someone was going to go, she's upset about her. Oh, it's un- okay. She was understandably oh, upset. Okay. Got it. I'm it's okay, okay with that. Then. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I really, really like this song. Yeah. So like I said, the, the first half of this album, the second start to feel a little bit different, obviously. And I think the songs on the second half of this album, I really, really like, um, more so than most of them on the first, I, 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 I say, including fix you talking yeah. and X and Y. Um, but I, I think this is a great, great song. I love the lyrics. I love the, acu- I feel like this is really one of the first times the acoustic guitar is strongly introduced in this album Yeah, and we're on the back yeah. half of it. Um, and I, it's really great. It's really, really great. There's something. What what is it when it bounces back and forth between it's headphones? Stereo. The stereo. Yeah, yeah. There's something about. This I'm sure song, there's a better, more technical yeah. word for it for the record, but that like oftentimes, like I think of like uh, the postal service, where yes, it's bouncing the, back and forth. Yeah. A lot of it, it feels bouncing. Yeah. This song, it's like traveling. Back so, and forth. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, I, I had never really noticed cool that before. But it's really cool. I, yeah, I feel like this is the only time I've ever noticed that. Yeah. about anything. I yeah, feel like it's always bouncing, and this but is this like, is actually a feel. Sway. It's like a wave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's great. I and and I think that's about. I don't want to go that far quite yet, but no, I I agree. I think it it's really well produced. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels a bit more of a throwback to. It feels like it's got the instrumentation of the of the last couple of albums, sure. um, but produced in this in X, this and, y X and Y sound. Yeah, Era. and I and I love the those uh, the end of the bridge. Um, on a platform, I'm going to stand and say that I'm nothing on my own. And then when he goes high and he goes, and I love you, please come home. Oh, there's a, um, this, I don't know if you've heard, um, and that falsetto too. Yes. And then that's, yeah. Have you heard, um, off of, uh, the wonderful, wonderful album by the killers, the song, some kind of love. Yes. It, don't know much. But yeah. Also can't think about it. It's right? a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's not coming to mind. It feels a lot like this song where it's kind of about, I believe it was about Brandon's wife's depression and mental anxiety and, you know, okay. um, uh, mental health. And there's, um, there's a line towards the end about like, we need you at home and it's Brandon and his kids singing it. Um, oh. and it's about them wanting their, mo- I know, right? Oh I know it's, it is heartbreaking. Um, but it feels like that where it's like, we want you back, you know, yeah. you, you know, you gotta, yeah, it's, it's so powerful. And I feel that here where it's like, and I love you, please come home where your, your person is there, but they're not, yeah. they're not fully there. So, um, and you I, just, and it's just so hard to sit with somebody in that, you know, yeah. um, knowing kind of going back to the whole fix you thing, knowing what that person's going through and not being able to do something about it, you know, but, uh, I like the song. <laughs> yeah. um yeah i'm nothing on my own gotta get that message home yeah i like i was thinking about that line today Mm -hmm. the i'm nothing on my my own and i love you please come home Mm -hmm. and that line isolated i feel like that's such a cliched like hey i'm nothing without you type thing yeah it's not a great way to put it. No, no, it's, <laughs> it's not, not really it's appealing of, to make the person. It's a come lot back. of pressure. Hey, yeah, I'm, I'm nothing without you. Like, right, you need to come okay, back. Okay, well me. then, why do I? I've had, like, I've had. <laughs> what are you bringing to me then? <laughs> I've had those relationships in my life where you feel, uh, I maybe not the best word in every scenario, but trapped. Where it's like yeah. you. I mean, it's it's abusive. It's toxic at that point. I agree that that's not how Chris means it. Oh yeah, but I agree like, that it's, not it's what also I was to no, say no, no, no. I know, but it, but it also can come across like that, yeah. and so I think context for all all of this stuff is very important. Yeah, 
Um, it also doesn't fit in the context because it's not like, <laughs> right, but, right, yeah, yeah. But you know, I I still think it goes to that point, right? Of like, um, yeah. I think Chris has a tendency line. to take cliches, to use cliches, and something about them in his context don't yeah. sound. So what no, is cool too that cliche in a different context? Yes, exactly, exactly. I I completely agree. Um, but uh, but I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, I do um, too. Let's uh, keep moving then yeah. to love. I like this one too. I do too. Yeah. The freaking bass in this song. Yes. The so bass is good. amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, so good. I, I again feel like the end of the song that, cause I feel low. Mm-hmm. Oh, that outro is amazing. Cause it's like, it's really, it's really. And then it gets that point. It's like, Oh, Oh, after two. Yeah. Like, and it just, there's so much more space and then the O's in it. Yeah. I love that outro. But that's what I'm talking about. Good. The space in like, these areas yeah sometimes me, it works really well yeah 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 but but i i specifically mean here yeah the drumming is like it, it's in double time or yep. in t- 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 and then the drum in the in the in the outro it's t- t- like they, they literally spit the drumming yeah i think in other contexts in this album i've been talking about space as the space of the whole song where i go this takes up too much space not so oh. much the individual elements themselves sure in that moment but I think they it's the same words for two different things, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I, I do. I yeah, do I like feel like song. I've been using it as just like a lot of them feel like there's a lot of space, space. in the song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> things are spaced out more. Yeah. It's more, yeah, yeah. Like almost like in a dissonant. That's, yeah, I don't know. You've, you've used the words. You've, yeah. We've, yeah, no, I, yeah. Do, I do know what you mean. We've I totally... used all of them. <laughs> it made sense early. I tried to clarify it, and it made it worse. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I do know what you mean when you're saying that. I, I think I know what you're talking about, but I do agree. Um, uh, I think this is a good – I think it's a great song. I mean, I, it's it, – Yeah, it, it's very um, good. It's one that I think, like I said, it's very similar to White Shadows for me in terms of the, the main driving beat of it all, but I think this is better than White Shadows. Personally, sure. um, but uh, again, lyrically, might, it's very kind of out of there. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Obviously, it's fair. You just think what you want to think. Um, but uh, I like it. I mean, I, this is yeah, one that it, I really don't have too much to say. I don't but know if I do either, so <laughs> <laughs> but we but we like it. That's yeah. what we'll say too. It's good stuff. Yeah. So you want to move on to that's, the hardest part? Let's do it. Move on to the hardest part. I've got another clip of the song that I want to play, mm-hmm. um, but I, I, I want to talk about the song as it is first before we do that. So, um, love this song. Yeah. I love this song. It's so, another so good. really good, really tangible and relatable song yes. about a breakup. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I love, I, I know, again, it's just one word, but I love the word bittersweet and I love the, the context of it in this song. You know, I bittersweet. was just looking at yeah. that line. <laughs> oh, man, that's good. It's so good, right? Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of it, was, and I, you know, 
so much uh, the whole song silver lining the clouds but yes yes but even the opening line the hardest part was letting go not taking part because we, we've talked so much recently on this about trying to fix things mm-hmm. about whether it's a relationship or you know your, your partner or your friend or whatever but then you get to this point where you're like you get to that point of you can't you have to let yeah. go and let something happen and that's so hard to do um in the context here i believe a relationship but still um yeah 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 it's i love this song it always gets uh, me that you really broke my heart. Just, oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. And then I, I still love the uh, I tried to sing and I couldn't think of anything. The line's right after that. Um, no, I really think this is a great, great song. This is a standout to me. Um, so when I the first time I saw them, it's, mm-hmm. I'll probably say it many times, it was the Viva Tour. And so album after this La Vida. one. Viva La Vida Tour or Death and All His Friends. Mm-hmm. And um, they played this song. Um, but first of all, in context of the album or of the show, I didn't know it had two names. Few of the Vitor Death and All His Friends. Yeah, you did know that. You yeah. <laughs> so um hardest part I was emphasizing the or. Or <laughs> just shut up. <laughs> but he said that. He's he has said I've wanted it to be a choice in the name of the album. Okay. Even though everyone knows Viva. So in context of the show, yeah. they go into a B stage stuff. And at the B stage, at least when I saw them, they played a cool techno mix of um, God put a smile upon your face into talk. Very beautiful. Cool. And then the the um, band leaves the stage. And it's just Chris and a piano, mm-hmm. and he plays the hardest part acoustic on a piano. He transitions into postcards from far, far away from uh, a little instrumental piece on on um, Prospects March, mm-hmm. and it ends like a it ends kind of like on a not fully complete. This is where my musical knowledge not a complete line. It kind of is like a cliffhanger note, and then so it's just Chris on piano, right? And he mm-hmm. plays that last note, and it's, the lights go down, and then Viva starts. And everything goes fucking apeshit in that in that arena, and it's just so powerful. Um, but before that, they play the hard. He plays the hardest part, piano. Yeah. And there's a uh, there's a there's you can find live versions out there, but it is on the left, right, left, right, left um, live CD. So I want to play a okay. little clip of that. It is that I, I very rarely say this about studio versus live. To me, the live version of this song that's is the definitive. the definitive version, and I, I I say that with obviously all the caveats yeah. that go with it. But that's the that's the I version really like the beginning of that with the accompanying yeah the backing yeah. vocals. Oh, will so I remember I think on the live DVD or like when I saw them live, Chris made I, a now joke. That I'm thinking of, I don't know if this is right or not. I don't know if I noticed that at all on the song. Oh, studio, it's probably in the right? background. Yeah, I told. Yeah, it might be back there. But there, even... like how much pushed up oh, it was, so and how good. much more. You... I love that. Oh, um, it's so weird to me that Viva came out 13 years ago. Like that's scary if you think yeah. about it that way. But anyway, um, I I think this is a stunning song. Agreed. Love it. Keep going. Swallowed in the sea. really this, good one th- this one gets me good man i love this song yeah i think this one gets me more than uh the last one hardest part 
Yeah. Yeah, it might for Meaning me. Meaning-wise, I'd probably relate to the hardest part yeah. more. Yeah, yeah. But the feeling of this song brings me more to that place. Yeah, okay, I, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I really like the like the one the intonation of his voice across the different lines. Yeah. Like the eyes, the um you cut me down to sigh eyes. Mm-hmm. You open up my eye. Like, yeah, do do do. Sigh yeah. to eyes the yeah. ending of each oh, so good. I love um I you talked about this the kind of swaying a couple tracks ago with yeah. uh, X and Y. I feel like this song feels like you are on the sea, that you are being swallowed. Because mm-hmm. I feel again, this has this swaying back and forth with those lines specifically, the eyes and the and the, the drawn out vowels. Um, and I feel like there's not much, uh, and this is an exaggeration. There's not much difference. The the the, the chords don't change much throughout the song. Yeah. It just builds more. Right. So like it's uh, you know it's it's kind. Of, it might go up an octave at a certain point, or his voice does, but the verses and the choruses have the same cadence you just sing them a little bit differently but yeah i love it yeah i i mean honestly this song is killer and um i think it's really interesting it's a it's kind of to me it's about two things not only it's about it's not just a love song it is a love song about how much you love someone um but it also i mean you look at those first lyrics um you cut me down a tree and brought it back to me and that's what made me see where i was going wrong it's somebody it's your partner helping you right or it's that person Mm -hmm. whoever this person is bringing you back from the brink too it's that two-way street. And so it's not only just a love song in, a, in the normal context, but it's also yeah. a love song and in, in in as a thank you almost. I really like the end of that first verse too. You put me on a shelf shelf, and kept me for yourself. Mm-hmm. I can only blame myself. You can only right. blame yeah. me. <laughs> like, wow. I know. That one's really good. Um, I Yeah. And I know, and I like, and it kind of says this in the genius lyrics, and I'll summarize in a better way. Chris does not often make anybody the bad guy of his songs so his exes right so you look at other lyrics look at like um fly on and stuff like that and ghost stories Mm -hmm. it's not an fu song as much as i love um uh that ben fold song why can't i think of the name of it um you know what i'm talking about give me my money back my money back yeah what's that song called Jeanette? um so you Song for the dump. Song for the dump. Yeah, I love those vengeful songs, but like he doesn't go there. It is it is an understanding of what that person was going through or is like and stuff. So, um, but no, I really I I think honestly I think this is I hate I I said this last episode I don't like to use this word with Coldplay, but I find this a very underrated track with the band. Sure. What are you doing? You're trying to gauge. I'm just trying to gauge favorites. Yeah, that's what I was was looking like. Yeah, that's what I was that's what I was gleaning. but I, yeah, I, I just think I, I think it is better than most songs. Not oh, maybe not all yeah. most songs on this album, and I feel like it just gets forgotten a lot or sure. or left in the in the book a lot. But I I really like it. Yeah, I agree. All right, well we've only got what a couple more. Two more. Two more. So Twisted Logic is next. Then This is where there's lots of space in this song. Yeah. Doesn't do it for me. Yeah, I agree. Too much space. I, I love the rock at the end. I lo- when it really blows up. Yeah. I think that part's great. And you kind of hear Chris going like, ah, in the background. <laughs> I, I dig that hardcore. Yeah. But I do agree that as a whole, there's a lot of. No, there's definitely this elements that guitar, that do, 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 yeah. do, do, do. It's just kind of like, it's, it's, very, it's very spaced out. And yeah. um, lyrically, I like it. 
about about I t- I take it as a bit of you know climate based stuff. If we're not careful, um, things are gonna go bad. <laughs> I like that. Uh, yeah, you know, hundreds like, of years in the future. Yeah, yeah, okay. Created, then drilled and invaded. Like it's really hard to misinterpret that one. Well, I mean, there's a couple yeah. meanings, but mainly I'm going to the environment. Um, <laughs> if somebody made it, someone will yes. mess it up. You know, I, I, I uh, yeah. you know, they talk about the next song, Token Will Come, being a, a bonus track. Mm-hmm. Every version I've ever had of this album, it's just straight up listed as a track. Yeah. So the way that I've always listened to it, it's hard for me to see this as the end of the album because Agreed. Twisted Logic always is, or sorry, uh, uh, um, Until Kingdom, Until Kingdom Come. Comes always is. Yeah. yeah. So um, one fun fact, I don't know if you knew uh, this about it. Maybe you did. Um, this was the one song from this album, Coldplay, never played live. It never made it into any of the sets, even though the tour was called the Twisted Logic Tour. Until uh, oh, I, it must have been th- th- two, three, four years ago. There, I forget the full context, but there was a band, like an eighth or ninth grade band, like you know, young kids, like 12, 13 year olds, who were playing it at a talent show. Yeah. And Chris came and sang it with them. So wow. all these kids are playing this Coldplay song that they never played live before, and then they got Chris freaking Martin coming in. Rooney, get out of that room. You're gonna lock yourself in that room. Um, that's the dog for, I'm not going to cut that cause it's been an important part. Our dog, one of our dogs, Rooney, stop, stop, tries to go into one of those bedrooms, but the door shuts behind him yeah. and he gets locked in the room and just starts whining. And it's like, you know what happens It happens daily, dude. You know what happens when you go in there. So, um, so it's, it's cool that, I mean, just think of the, being those kids going in and playing with Chris. That experience. Yes. Would be. Yeah, it'd be insane. Yeah, they'll so. talk about that for the rest of their lives. Yes, yes, I totally agree, and but but I do agree that I, I see why they never played this. We were one of those kids. <laughs> <laughs> we take off our masks that nobody that can see. That little kid yeah. was me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I so because of that, it's hard to talk about this to me as an album closer yeah. because no, I, I just never see it as as that. The hidden tracks is still the closer, even if it's hidden. Yeah, head. but I mean, I even think about like with Viva, you know, Death and All His Friends is the closer and then you've got the escapist tacked onto that. But yeah. like this to me is like literally parsed out. Like when you buy this album off of iTunes or on the CD, maybe yeah. on the CD, but on iTunes, Tilt Kingdom Come yeah. is another track. I've seen it referred to as a hidden track online in these sure, things. Yeah. But it's always come as a separate thing. That's what I'm saying. So it's never been that's how I've always consumed it. Nine minutes long. Exactly. And yeah. that's why it's hard. So I so it's hard to me so to think about it in agreed. that context. I think in the context of that, or even with Till Kingdom Come, yeah. it feels like an outlier on the second half of this album. I think if you look at a message Til through Till Kingdom Come. Twisted Logic. Twisted Logic. Yeah. If right. you look at a message through Till Kingdom Come, mm-hmm. it kinda goes more acoustic y. It kinda goes yeah. more ballady. Low has a bit of that spaciness to it, but I mean, you look at the message, hardest part swallowed in the sea, till kingdom come. I think those songs lose that spaciness a bit, yeah. and so I think Twisted Logic kind of in there like that just feels. It like almost it brings fit. it back, but in it in a way that doesn't feel like it quite fits. Yeah, I, I, it brings it back. I to, I completely agree. It brings it back, but you're so far gone from it. Yeah, that it's kind of like whoa, why 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 not just kind of close out with something? Else? But but yeah. I do like it. I do like it. Um, let's do one more then. Um, till kingdom you had till kingdom come until my day my day is done and say you'll come I like this one a lot yeah man yeah, I man. didn't know. I learned in researching for this that it was apparently supposed to be with Johnny Cash. Johnny JC himself. Yeah. Not that JC. This JC. 
Johnny Cash himself. I, yeah, no, it's supposed to be with him, and he passed. But I, I've heard either collaboration or a song that Chris and the band wrote for Johnny Cash. Um, okay. But either way, yeah. he passed away before he was able to do it. Powerhouse, obviously, Johnny yeah. Cash. I really like the build-up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it sounds to me like now my feet won't touch the ground. Yeah, I can totally see that. I can totally see that. It has that There's same sort of vibe of to it. And, this yeah. seems a bit more... Uh, I don't want to say upbeat, but a little faster than that, you know? Yeah. Um, but I to- I completely see what you're saying. I, I agree with you. Um, I love the uh, bridge. The, and the wheels keep on turning. The drummer begins to drum. You know, it's a song about death, um, but it's really beautiful. Um, and I know I think it's a great, great song. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's one of those ones that's hard to have it's stuff to good sing closer. about. But um, it does. Yeah, and it feels, it feels like grounded. Yeah. Right. So like you've got this very spacey album that kind of comes back to this sort of countryish song. And we'll talk about this again with Viva and Prospects March, but I really love folksy countryish Coldplay. Mm-hmm. And and there's times, especially the next couple albums, that kind of dip into that a little bit. They do the same with everyday life a little bit. Um, but I love it. And I, and I love, you know, Chris I talked about in this song I talked about with a message, I believe, a lot of churchy themes. Or not churchy themes, but churchy vibes, right? So they grew up, uh, most of the band, I feel like, grew up going, you know, in the church, singing mm-hmm. a lot of hymns. Um, and I think those influences, both lyrically but also musically, are found. So Till Kingdom Come, right, obviously being pretty yeah. um, uh, uh, churchy. Uh, their songs like Broken Off of Everyday Life. It's literally, I mean, you might not remember that one well. It's nope. like a church hymn, sing along, and it, it's so good. Um, so I do love that. And I feel like even in Viva, you can hear some of those orchestral yeah. church kind of themes to it. Um, hymn, hymnal timpani. themes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You got the timpani, you got a church song, right? Um, but it's no, timpani I, in the choir. <laughs> um, but I do love this song. I think it's, I, I think this is a good song. Um, yeah. Great ending. Like you said, I like that. It grounds it. Agreed. So there we that go. That is it. There 13, we go. 13 and done. Yep. 13 and done. I think, you know, I think the world turned upside down was like a bonus track in Japan or something like that. But I feel like we might yeah. end up talking about that on the bonus track. Yeah, we consider it a B-side. So if it's going to be discussed, it'll be. It'll be. It'll be later. Episode. Just chill out. It'll ha- it'll happen later. Yeah. And if we don't talk about it, then it wasn't good enough. How you see. I'm sorry. How you see the world. That's what it is. That's how you see the, the world. world. Yeah. And there's also how you see the world number two, which I, I know that one better. But anyway, um, so any new thoughts kind of looking back at it? Not really. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and I and I like I th- it. <laughs> Tentatively, I think this is. We try not to give like too much away. Too much away. Yeah, but of the three so far, I think this is definitely my favorite. Okay, I I, I feel like I have picked up on that for sure. Yeah, um, in a good way, not like yeah. in a bad way. Um, I, I I would disagree, obviously, but um, I do think it is a good album. I think when I look at it as a whole, I I feel like most Coldplay albums to me have mm-hmm. one to two songs that are just a bit below the other al- the other songs. Okay. Eight songs, two or ten songs, eight are great, two are like, yeah, they're good, but they're not great. I feel like this one has really high highs and then a little bit more middling lows. Okay. So maybe three or four that I go, yeah, okay. You know, which, sure. again, I'm not saying it's a bad album. I'm just saying it's one of my least favorite in their discography. Right. Bad does not least favorite does not mean bad, right? So I want to make yeah. that clear before you guys start arguing. <laughs> I'm not saying this is a bad album. I'm just saying there are some songs on least it that I don't like as much. Bad. I know, but I feel like in we have all to cases, in all well, no, it does not mean in all cases. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So now we got some hard work cut out for us here. Yeah. I think I know your fa- your major and your minus. So let me go first. Okay. Hold on though. Hold on. Okay. 
and we're and we're remember we did say we're keeping out fix we're you. Not, fix you is excluded. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I feel like you're gonna do better than me. I might. Yeah, I'm always more transparent than you because I feel like I need. <laughs> yeah. Are you good? I think so. I'm gonna dark horse it a little bit. Okay. That's a hint, I guess. So, go ahead. I feel like I'm kind of between the hardest part and swallowed in the sea for favorite. Okay. You mean major? Major. Yeah. So you gotta pick one though. I mean major. Um. I'm going swallowed in the sea. Okay. Least favorite twisted logic. You got the major right. I am. I'm dark horsing ah. it with with swallowed in the sea. I'd really. I and I yeah, honestly, I would probably with fix you aside. I'd probably do swallowed in the sea and then talk, and then uh, hardest part. Okay. I feel like talk is just an undeniable hit. Um, and then I'd actually go for white shadow as my least favorite. Damn it, that was the other <laughs> one. <laughs> I, I think the I, I think they both suffer from the same issues to me, but I think the things yeah. that I like in Twisted Logic I like more than in White Shadow. Okay. Um, but uh, but yeah, to, uh, Swallowed in the Sea, and like I said, it might be a recency bias. It might be like a now this one's hitting more than than it used to, but yeah. for now, Swallowed in the Sea to me I think is is just freaking great. Um, I think for you, I'm going talk as your major and Twisted Logic as your minor. Yeah. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. Easy stuff. Easy peasy. Yeah. Easy peasy. That's because I actually give my opinions during. The, <laughs> during you think the, I don't give my opinions during I this? I think you do. We're almost two hours into this. I think you intentionally hide how great of the opinions I do. are. I feel like we should have a prize at the end of this. Well, I, we, you're up by one. Uh, well, I know. I know. I'm. I'm really interested to see if I'm going to be able to. If you're going to be able to get my favorite and least favorite on Viva, because Viva is the one album going into it that I know. For sure, like even right now, before even preparing for it, I know what my favorite and least favorite are. Okay, I feel like you're always like, when we get to here in the episode, you're like, all right, I'm gonna lock in. I'm like, yes. I've been locked in for a week. Yes, no, that is <laughs> it is because well, because part of it is most of the time I which love, also by the way makes it harder because I have like locked in, so I'm like, oh yeah, this one doesn't do it. For sure, me. and then you're like, you talk about everything, well, and then you're like, oh, let me pick. So I'm like, well, he could be deciding between three things. <laughs> the thing is though, is that like. Some of the albums of them that I'm thinking of that are coming up, I am locked in. I'm locked in for Viva. I'm locked okay. in for Ghost Stories. I'm locked in for um uh not for MX but for Head Full of Dreams. So like these ones in particular, I'm just I when I'm listening to it, I'm unsure of my least favorite. So I, I'm trying to decide gut reaction in the moment what my I least get it. Is. I'm just behind in a little bit. That's fine. Well, we'll have to think of <laughs> we'll have to think of some sort of prize that we can that we can prepare for this. So. Um, one behind, but that's not bad. We we've had some swings before. It, go, it goes back and forth. Um, as always, you know, tell us yours too. <laughs> like we normally yeah. end up talking about this on Reddit, but or, or on Discord. But like we, I really like. We did this with parachutes very recently, which asked people their favorites and dis- least favorites. It's all over the place. It's so all over the place, and I love that about it. I yeah. love that. It's really fun. A lot of people's majors were other people's minuses. Yep. And yeah. And you know what? Everywhere. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. But I don't so, know if we mentioned it before, but least favorite does not mean bad. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like with BNL, everybody was like, oh, I get that. Yeah. yeah. And with Coldplay, they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> like, how dare you, sir? Um, disrespect you've just shown my favorite song <laughs> you personally attacked me but yeah. I do get it I mean you know with, with the it's okay. Bands. a rush of blood to the head bad <laughs> <laughs> I'm sticking by that just not a good song so really fight me 
You don't think Rushable? Oh, hold on, is this a bit now? No, no, no. My minus on Rushable. Oh, whisper. you don't think a whisper is a good yeah. song? That's fair. That's fair. Um, no, I like to rush about to the head. Yeah, I actually that was a song uh, earlier this uh, earlier today. I was thinking about that song, and I was like, that could have been like Green Eyes is undeniably my favorite. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking about Rush of Blood again, the track, and I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> it's so freaking good. But well, let's keep going. Uh, this is this has gone way long. Way long. So, so let's rainy go. Day Rex. Rainy day Rex. Um. I almost flipped. This is one of the first times where I had a bunch of things I was trying to decide between mm-hmm. going into this. Um, I'm I'm gonna go with my gut reaction one right now. It's an album I know that you enjoy as well. Um, it is called "Gone Now" by Bleachers. <sighs> And I very recently um, redid my top ten bands of all, or top twenty bands of all times. So now I gotta take that out of the list of things to recommend in the future. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say that um, so Bleachers uh, originally so started good. as the side project of Jack Antonoff, who was most famously known for fun, um, fun at the time. And I remember 2015, I believe it was, maybe it was 2014. He they came they did the first single, his first side project single, this song called. Uh, 2014 I'm sorry I want to get better mm-hmm. and I listened to it I remember I, it was one of the very few songs I the first time I listened to it, I go this is going to be one of my favorite songs of all time I just knew in that moment and I remember oh, yeah. Gone Now came out three years later and at that first year I kind of slept on it a little bit uh, and so I was like okay it's not too bad but I've gone back to it over the past three years and it is amazing this album from start to finish it is just chock full of hits beautiful songs out of uplifting songs yeah out of anybody he is maybe the coolest yeah in my opinion on this album is a thing yes and little snippets little elements yeah little quotes cycle and voices. through the yes. whole time yes they come absolutely back, yep it's here and then it's there again and yep. it's all over the place and it doesn't it's feel so like you're good. just going you're just using that again like it feels no, like it's it part of the new yeah it's it beautiful feels like it's, adding, it's great yeah yeah i've been with yeah i've mm-hmm. I got really into fun when they came out. Yep. Yeah, fun was great. And by then the way. I went back into a lot of because those like all three of them uh-huh. had different stuff. Like they joined and all had previous stuff. Sure. And Jack was on Steel Train, so yes. I remember looking at Steel yeah. Train. Yep. And yeah, I I've been into them for a while. But My- now I just looked at it. Steel Train apparently toured with the Bare Naked Ladies. Oh, seriously? Yeah. <laughs> you want to know my favorite other connection with the Bleachers? I'll get to it. So, anyway, I think... So, Bleachers is gearing up for their next album, Take the Sadness Out of Saturday Night. Every song it's they've released from it's been amazing so far. It's going to be so um, good. I, and we're, we, Nick and I just got tickets to see him on Halloween this year, so I I'm so excited so to go to a show wait. again. Um, oh. But uh, but Bleachers is so... They're they're very much like Coldplay to me. So powerful and uplifting. Yeah. Um, and I and I said this yeah. I was saying earlier, they cracked my top ten acts of all time. Bleachers is a top ten band for me. Um so I'm so yeah, excited. Like you said, I want to get better as is yeah. That's yeah. A but but like um everybody lost somebody, um, uh missed those days. Like good morning, like I just it's so good. Just but, yesterday we had our tailgate. Yeah. And yeah. My boss is like the DJ for it and uh-huh. he asked me for something to put on and I was like put on roller coaster by bleachers. Yes, roller coaster is so good. So did I tell you the first time I saw bleachers? Did I tell you much about that or no? 
Was that one of the free LA shows? Yeah, it was, a, it was a show and talk in LA, and it was put on. It was at the Avalon. It was one of those things where you're like, "I'm doing this, it's free," and I'm like, "You son of a bitch!" But they were <laughs> big then, though. So it was. It yeah, was, but I was into them yeah. at that point. <laughs> so that's why I went because I was into the couple songs, two or three yeah. songs. I don't even know if the album was out yet. And we went, and it was a free show. It was, it was put on by MTV. It was like Rising Stars of 2014 or whatever, mm-hmm. but. It was hosted by Taco Bell, and between each act, I swear to God, a fucking bell rang in the room, and then waiters, traps at people. Wa- no, close though. <laughs> waiters and waitresses came out with burritos on 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 platters, and what you could just take a burrito from them and oh eat another show. Gosh. Which I feel like, not looking back on it, it's not a good snack to have between shows. No. But Charlie XCX was there. She did oh, okay, so. Cool. She performed, but Bleacher performed, and I love Bleachers. And we've already established my other favorite band. And so Jack's mm-hmm. up there playing. And he, towards the end of the set, he goes, I want to play one of my favorite songs of all time for you guys. Very, you know, there's a good chance you don't know, but I love playing it. And they fucking play This Year by the Mountain Goats. And I am, I am like, they play the opening guitar chords, right? And like, like, say, oh, A into C. I know this And I turn to Jeanette. <laughs> and I'm like, it's Mountain Goats. And she's like, what? And then freaking Bleachers is on stage playing oh the gosh. Mountain Goats. And I'm like, this could not get better. The only thing that can make this better is if John came out <laughs> and sang it with him. Um, but yeah, I, I, Bleachers. And then the other John comes out too and sings with him again. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So oh. anyway, Bleachers as a whole is a is an amazing act. But uh, I Could think Gone. I agree with your your point about how it's such a connected piece. I think yeah. Gone now. I love Strange Desire, mm-hmm. but I I remember having a, a, an internal epiphany maybe a year or two ago where I was just like, Gone now is better. Like I love Strange Desire. Gone yeah. now is is a, such I think a cool it may piece. Be foreign Girls is my like alarm. Yes, Foreign Girls is a great that song. Trumpet. Yeah, oh. yeah, 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 man. I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah. Um. So I'm I'm going Bleacher specifically. The album Gone Now. Good stuff. Yeah. Thank you. I'm gonna go for a TV show. Here uh, go. Review. Ah, yes. Star yes, 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 Andy yeah. Daly. Mm-hmm. It's so. It's just so funny. It's <laughs> basically just Andy Daly, but uh, he plays a character who has a TV show in like he in plays the show. A TV host right. inside of the show. Yeah. But his like his show right. is about reviewing life. Right. So it's like, oh, I'm not reviewing books or movies or a restaurant. I'm right. reviewing life. So like the made up users, you know, mm-hmm. or fans will submit stuff to him like, man, I wonder what it's like to go through a divorce. So he divorces <laughs> his wife. <laughs> or, I wonder what it's like to get in a, a bare knuckle bra. And so I'll go and just like start fighting people. <laughs> and, <laughs> Like one of one of my favorite ones was all it was like I wonder what it's like it's this guy who's like yeah I always I love pancakes but whenever I I live by myself so mm-hmm. when I make pancakes the recipe on the box is like fifteen pancakes and that's too much so <laughs> what's it like to eat fifteen pancakes and this is like three episodes in and his character's just like this is what we're doing now. Like you say, this is supposed to be like uplifting experiences. And so he goes to a restaurant and orders like 10 short stacks. So instead of making 15 small pancakes, he goes and has 15 massive pancakes and just watching him struggle through this. It's amazing. And then later in the episode, he goes on and does another one. And yeah. later in the episode, someone goes, I wonder what it's like to eat 30 pancakes. <laughs> It's the funniest thing. And it, there's so many more good ones. Yeah, yeah. But 
You sent me a couldn't couple this week. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't recommend it highly enough. Oh, gosh. Andy Daly is great. I feel like Andy Daly is one of those guys who's like just an un... He's, an, he's a national treasure and yeah. who doesn't get like the respect that he fully deserves. No. And, like, there's if plenty you're of out there who thinking, hurt. who's Andy Daly? Yeah. I bet you've seen him in something. You've seen he's him in a lot. He's in some commercials recently, yeah. I feel like, like for Carfax or something like that or insurance uh, or something. I don't know, but yeah. I've seen him on on TV before. You you will recognize his face. Yeah, yeah. Um, He's done a lot of guest spots. But. I just I know that we talk about this all the time. I know him best besides review from like Comedy Bang Bang, and where yep. he notoriously plays like three anywhere characters. between two to three to like nine or ten characters mm-hmm. and the same podcast at the same uh, almost the same time, and it's just so funny to hear him just switch between voices. And yeah. Try to do it. <laughs> He's amazing. Uh, yeah, good stuff. So, again, as we always say, go ahead and listen to Bleachers and then settle down, watch some review, and go to bed. Because it's been a whole day now you've You'll been listening be to us. A, you woke up a earlier. Damn good night. <laughs> yeah, good night. <laughs> All right. Well, let's wrap up. Let's call this a long, long podcast and wrap up. Yeah. Um, where can they find us? All the places. Yep. Uh, Just leave it if there. If you have no. anything, <laughs> we have a Facebook page. Yep. Coldplayrus, the podcast. And we have an email, mm-hmm. coldplayrus at gmail.com. Yep. So, send us. If you got anything, see us on the subreddit, see us on the discord. Mm-hmm. We try, it's tough. It's, it's a hard, it's a hard, uh, balance to, to do because <laughs> I don't want to be seen as we're trying to advertise the podcast all the time, Yeah. but I also genuinely love discussion of the band. And right. so part of me is just like, I want to share our opinions and see what other people think. Right. So, um, that's like, seriously, if you see us post about it and you talk and you listen later, let us know your comments, even if you don't like it, because we like having those conversations as long as yeah. they're like, you know, positive and, and civil and stuff. So we, yeah, we want to see what other people liked about the album. If yeah. Our, yeah. If you like we, a whisper, we'd like to know. Yeah. But, but what we want to know is why you liked a whisper, not why we're dumb for not liking a whisper. Yes. <laughs> like there's a, there's a distinct difference there, but, but anyway, we'll, we'll let you go. Call your mom, call your dad. Um, go out for a walk if the weather's good. Um, if if you still feel uncomfortable, wear a mask. That's okay. I still do it. That's great. Um, if you feel comfortable and you're vaccinated, go ahead and not wear it. It's funny because this will come out like two and a half weeks from now. (laughs) So even like, even for this, like, really? What are masks? Yeah, (laughs) right. (laughs) But, um, thanks for putting up with us. Thanks for listening. We love you. I know I've said this. We love you so much. Don't, don't tell anyone, but we do love you. We don't want anyone to know. Mm Mm-mm. Like we'll be embarrassed if you say it, but we do love you. And come back next week. I I genuinely I know that I've picked it up. I I know <laughs> out of every album we've covered with BNL, with Steve Page, with Kevin, and with Coldplay, this is, your this is the. <laughs> I am dreading this. No. <laughs> I'm so excited to talk about Viva. I I cannot wait. So it'll be a good time. It'll be good. So thank you as always. See you next time. Bye. Good night and good luck. <laughs>